Yeah. I bet it'll start to grow with more of those like lounges opening up that you've been telling me about. Yeah, bro, I'm excited. How many are there now that are open? I thought I saw something on Ventura Boulevard in the Valley that looked like a weed like restaurant type thing. Oh, really? Um, called Elevate, maybe. Elevate. Um, maybe I, it was just a, like oh, a is that bougie open yet? Because there's, there's supposed to be something called um, Elevate Lounge. It's supposed to open. It looked I think. like a lounge. It looked like it was open. Oh, really? Yeah, that, I drove by that maybe like a couple of months ago. Okay, that's news to me if it's open because, um, the, to my knowledge, the only ones open are the Artistry Lounge. Um, and in LA, the Artistry Lounge and then the Woods just opened re- two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Um, and then up north, um, there's Rosemary Jane, which Coan's in as well. And then um, there's a couple other ones like Moe's and uh, Barbary Coast, I think, in San Francisco. But I'm checking on this Elevate Lounge real quick because I'm curious. Yeah, it was like right near. Uh... Well, I'm thinking of Elevate Lounge downtown. There's a downtown lounge that's like a club down here. Uh... Oh, okay. I've, I'm pretty sure that was called. It was like near. Oh. It was on Ventura Boulevard okay. in like Studio City or sure. some shit well, like that. I'll check it out because I'm always I'm try to go to all the dispensaries and right. definitely the lounge game. Yeah. Um, and getting after it, bro. Um, but yeah, man, I think that's a good intro. Just kick it, start off. It's good to have you back, bro. Yeah, it's good to be on here. It's been maybe a year or so. It's been a minute, bro, and I've been kind of, you know, busy hustling the co-on, so I've taken a break, but good to have you. Like I was saying, it's going to be the first drop episode in a while, and then we'll be going weekly again, so good to have you, man. You sent me some pictures of your grow looking fresh. Yeah, it wasn't the best year this year. Is this this yours? Yeah, yeah, that's some stuff I grew. There's like a few different nugs of the different kinds. It looks fucking fire. Yeah, well, that was good, dude. You weren't satisfied. You're. Sa- it's, uh, it's got some nice. I just grew here. like some really huge plants this year, and you know, over the years, you just realize that like when you grow huge plants, you're gonna end up throwing some away. So it's just, just always like disappointing. And then I, after I lost a lot of the crop, I feel like I just kind of said fuck it to my last plant, you know, and just didn't. I didn't fucking care. I was too busy with work and the family, and I just like wasted a lot of it you know but uh you know i'm still smoking the harvest but you know the year before definitely was better okay you know but it's just like you live and learn and tried some new genetics and different kinds of like seeds from different like local seed makers this year and they were okay you know nothing like too impressive you know do you um do you got something going as we speak or are you uh not really i'm kind of like on a break right now trying to get things started again soon but i'm just kind of like smoking this harvest and enjoying like the good goods of what i got you know for sure enjoying the spoils well as, as you're talking actually freaking uh i'll see if i can find it real quick because you know i haven't started to grow i keep saying i will eventually um, but I had somebody hit me up that wanted to send some uh, seeds, um, and I was going to send it to you. It's called, have you heard of phenoseeds.com? No. But I just wanted to get your opinion. We can just do it if I can show you here. But I wanted to see what you thought, if these look legit, and if so, um, we can prob- I can probably get some sent to you and do something like that. But they hit me up. I'm like, they want me to do some videos and stuff for them, but I'm like, I'll do like a podcast or something, but or throw them just hook you up or something oh okay but do they look legit they look at kind of expensive so I was like, yeah they look pretty expensive 
You know, like... I don't know. It's hard to tell, you know? Like, I've never heard of them, and I've heard of a lot of different seed makers. Like, a lot of these strands are kind of, like, old, older names, you know? You do that, um... I think I remember you mentioning because I had the self-made labs um, homie on and you said that um, you, you've done some of the Masonic or maybe I heard from yeah, Masonic yeah. first through you. Yeah. He does the drops because yeah. I'll see that other dude post. Well, recently I started my Instagram again. I need to follow you. Follow me. True Buds TV LLC. I had to start a new one because my oh, other okay. one got yeah, deleted. It's time for me to probably start a new one too because uh, the last one I can't access anymore with it's like fucking, all the cannabis content for some reason. But it's like, like out because I yeah same th here I can't access it but it like still somehow exists. Yeah, it's out still there. there. I just can't get into it. I can't figure out the password for some reason. But whatever, you know, yeah, I'll just make fun, a new bro. one. I guess that's like common on Instagram to like shut down accounts and stuff. But yeah, the, it, I've it seen a lot of, and I've seen a lot of people get them back too. Yeah, look, I've seen like bigger like some pretty people like people in the cannabis space with pretty solid followings like start their new page and like right. oh my old one came back I'm yeah like, there's all like a pretty good community of like the growers and like if someone loses their page they'll like help them put it out there to like get their new page built up and stuff and then there's people that make up the fake pages that are like almost the same name and try and sell like fake shit on there a lot that's why I followed I followed my buddy and he texted me. He's like, "Is this you, bro?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly." Because I don't have any posts on there, and it's, yeah, it's, it's like I get people like that all the time too, coming in like you're saying on YouTube, like, "Hey, I got that plug or whatever." Yeah, like, that, I did grow some of those Masonic seeds. I went to like some uh, like little pop up that they had at a grow store, and he had like some of his uh, buddies and different local seed makers there. So that's what I ended up growing this year. I got some like blue agave they called it it was like okay. wilson crossed with uh blue agave or something like that but uh it sucked dude like i only got one female out of a pack and it was oh, just really? like so, how much is a pack uh that pack was a hundred bucks that was like one of the Damn. most expensive ones they were selling but it was a disappointment i got some other packs for like 30 bucks and 20 bucks you know for from some other guys and they were okay, you know, like there was some guy called Long Beach Reefer and a couple other guys on there that like I got some seeds from and they came out decent, but I grew some of my own seeds, the older seeds. That one had like the best uh, terpene profile, but just not the, not as much vigor as I hoped for, you know, but it has like a super good smell. I actually froze a bunch of that stuff. I want to try and make some hash with it. It's got like a grape flavor and smell to it okay so i want to do bubble like we did that in yeah i want to try and wash it and then like press it you know well if you need those bags i got, i'll pull them out of storage i don't know if you have them but i have those bubble bags if you need oh, okay them. yeah we so. definitely need some yeah, yeah i got you I got yeah them. i think mine are fucked up from trying to make some like live resin and they just got too like sticky yeah because it was i tried to make it in summer so it's just not like cold enough bro i like, remember us Oh, sorry to interrupt. The, the dry ice thing? Yeah, during that, yeah, the dry ice key video, we were with the pollen or whatever it was, we were yeah. dying. Yeah, that shit was getting everywhere. I got these that guys, cool, they, guys super, they all like dope, make dude. it in like a super cold room. That's the key. You know, they make it in like walk in coolers or they'll build their own so you can keep everything like frozen while you make it. So that way it's like 
when it's easier to collect and it doesn't start like sticking to shit. Do you have? Are you sitting on any trim and shake right now? Oh yeah. yeah Is that I what have. you're gonna make the hash out of? You're saying? No, I have a bunch of nugs. That oh, you can I do froze. a fresh nug. Yeah, they're like fresh frozen oh, nugs. Shit. Yeah, be, yeah, that's solid. Because I feel like so many people. I feel like so many people utilize the trim and shake right for that. But if you're using the fresh shit. Yeah, that's for the like the. That's what you use for the really good hash, yeah. the fresh nugs, and you then, know? Uh, and then are you going to press any of that at all? I'll just keep it Yeah, I want to try and press it, you know? After, I still got the press after for you, you like man, air you dry it. it, yeah, we'll get some use out of it. I have a bunch of flour we could try and press too and see how it comes out. Word. Yeah, I've just been like busy with life, you know, and I still have so much more trimming to do. I try and do like a little bit at a time, but it's like, it's overwhelming bro i was thinking that the other day more about this like uh company who is all hand rolled blunts yeah but kind of same thing like every day that would be a pretty like daunting after a while trimming for like eight hours straight for like a yeah job. Well, that's what a lot of people do you know that yeah. grow and stuff it's like it's hard work you got to be dedicated to like yeah. uh super nice everything. to be stoned out and do it um, yeah it's it's definitely time consuming and very uh, tedious. Yeah. There's a reason why like the big companies don't hand trim. They just use the machines because. And what's your opinion on that? Cause it, it sucks. It's not as it good. It just fucks yeah. it up. Yeah. yeah. It just like messes up the flour and they just take all that stuff to make into like hash and uh, like so sauce or, or batter. Like batter is like the lowest grade of like solvent of solvent made hash you know like when yeah. i went to the lab they're like oh if you fuck up a batch we'll just turn it into batter don't worry yeah <laughs> like that's like it's like that's like the the low grade is the batter and then they'll have their sugars and different textures of shit that people like it's i wonder um i feel like diamonds are becoming a little hotter right now i've seen some pre-rolls coming out with diamonds and shit oh, okay um you see this um I don't know. Do you know? G are you familiar with Jeter at all? The Jeter brand. They do. Yeah, that? I've heard of them. They make those like pre-roll little joints and stuff. Yeah, you see the drama going on with them right now. No. Um, I saw a couple articles, but basically, they're put. There's like fake test results, or supposedly, or something. Mm -hmm. So people they put their stuff on Jeter on the shelves of dispensary. So somebody essentially went retested their shit, and it was coming in way lower. Oh, okay. So, like, there's a lot of people right now in the industry, like, looking for other options out there for other pre-rolls and stuff. But, um... Yeah, I, like, that's, like, what I would figure with, yeah. like, any industry where it's, like, you have people, like, benefiting off each other. It's, like, you know, these testing companies don't benefit from giving low results, you know? If yeah, you, no, if you go to one you. testing yeah. company, if you go to two testing companies, right, and one gives you 27% and one says it's 25 who are you going to get to, like, test your product, you know? Yeah, that's so true. I've thought about that, too, or, like, doing more testing or just buying more flour and kind of doing testing with this tea check thing and making infusions like I do. Yeah. But um, I've thought about doing that. It would be cool to have, like, access to a lab and just be able to go, like, test all types of shit yeah because sometimes i bought edibles that just don't hit sometimes bat maybe it's the weird batch maybe it's me but it'd just be cool to be able to, like test shit but it'll be interesting to see like what other type of concentrates like come out all right like what can it get more potent than like a I, I'm, you gotta check out uh masonic's store dude that's where to go it's on fairfax i've been meaning to check it out but they have these little 
meetups there where you can get like the the best of the best type of shit where it's just like solventless uh water hash rosin you know and that shit's just like bomb you know it's just like you get all the flavor you know and what are you dabbing out of these days? You're- I just have like a little shitty rig. I don't really dab that much, you know, because I don't have access to that stuff. But because you can't, it's like if you look, you'll see like a couple at some stores, you know, and it'll be like a hundred bucks for like a gram. And it's, I just haven't sprung for any, but I'm trying to find the the spot. But that seems like the spot. They have had some little like contests over there. They have clones and seeds and he's got something going on over there definitely and it's just like he's like just opens up for these private events it's not like you just couldn't i couldn't go walk you in could right just now. walk in there it's like a store they sell shirts and stuff you know and like i see videos of people just dabbing in there and fucking I need to check chilling out, yeah. yeah you got to go check it out it's like i'm in that area all the time too, yeah man. he's like starting like a whole little underground culture he's got so many seeds they had some like hash contest called ego clash like this weekend and i guess one of his uh seeds won called banana god it won the contest and these are all like the best of the best hash makers and stuff so he's he's uh doing some shit right dude that guy for sure yeah yeah he's he's really like in the like just og vibe right yeah he's kind of like the the heart of the this that culture you yeah, know of the, this new like organic farming water hash you know it's pretty cool have you heard of ted's buds no i hadn't either until recently but it's been p- popping up more when i talk to people but supposedly they're really fire like oh, some, okay. some of the best shit right now supposedly i haven't smoked it but yeah i'll have to check it out always, i'm always you know, looking to try and find some of the best yeah it's always nice to have a little bit like we're saying like cbx is fire usually never will buy that um but it's it's hard to justify when like dude your shit looks fire as fuck like yeah it's pretty good it's pretty good it's just like i just try and hold myself to a high standard and it's just like i want it to be better every year i guess you know but yeah it came out and this was this was indoor no, this is outdoor. That was not shit, yeah, dude. These are all outdoor. They've got some I mean, good dude, smells to them. Do you find that your outdoor nugs in general are a little fluffier? Or yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, they are fluffier because, you know, there's not in like a CO2 rich environment, you know? I feel like sun grown's becoming and will become more of a hot, like a hotter thing. What do you, what do you, uh, I, th- that's what, like, for making hash, sun grown's really popular. I feel like a lot of the weed that's, like, available in stores is sun grown. And that's, like, the stuff that you can get for, like, 20 bucks an eighth before tax. Or, like, you can get, like, a half an ounce for, like, a cheap, it seems like a cheap price. But then when you add the tax and you see it's, like, not that good outdoor, you know, then it's, like, that's what it is. It's, like, mostly, like, light depth and, outdoor you know unless you're willing to pay the 50 bucks or plus an eighth you know yeah and like we we're saying before this kicked off is just how the prices you know yeah just it's plummet- just like it's just, it's just cheaper to grow outdoor it's so much cheaper for like these big companies to do a big outdoor grow or a big light depth grow than have to like do an indoor grow where you have to pay for power you have to pay for ac you have to pay for dehumidification you know it's just like it's like 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 the bottom line it's like so much higher for 
for indoor, you know? Yeah, it's fucking... You uh, can control the environment more, you know? Like, you could have, like, some major rain or something that could, like, fuck up your crop, but that's just, like, bang for your buck. It seems like light depth and outdoor is, like, the way to go. Yeah. If you're a monster company, yeah, you know? Have, like, the Glasshouse Farms or whatever, like, the biggest grow in the... I think the world, maybe. Oh, really? But yeah, they just have this huge, like, glass. It's just, like, you know, greenhouses, basically, but they just have a shit ton. And they just pump out a lot of flour. Yeah, I've seen some pictures of some place in, like, Carpinteria that's like that. It's yeah, just, it's like, just a giant, massive, like, glass yeah, roof, you yeah. know? And it's, like, just, just thousands and thousands of plants, you know? Yeah, it's, it's so crazy to think. It'd be, dude, like, imagine, like, selling something, like like for the anybody selling flour like mm-hmm. they're selling it wholesale or selling it retail whatever it's like well it's the crazy thing is the retail still keeps it at like the same price most of the time i feel like even if the growers have to drop their price imagine selling something like last year or the year before for like two thousand and then this year you're selling it for like a g or something or 500 i like, hear people talking about 300 dollar pounds and 500 dollar pounds of outdoor like yeah, that's I've, that's I've how that's like shit. the price now that's it's five hundred for like for like big fat nugs, you know, and like for like not as good and it's smaller nugs mixed in. Mixed in, it's like three hundred. Dude, the crazy thing is, you could still flip that out of state. Like if you took that somewhere at like out of state, you could still you could fucking make some bank on that. Totally, it's just <laughs> a matter of getting it there. That's the hard part, you know, and the risky part. I saw like a clip of an interview with like um, it was like that freeway, like the real Rick Ross guy. Yeah. I mean, he's like, he's like, they don't care. He's like, if you're traveling, he's like, these truck drivers, he's like, if you have less than 200 pounds, he's like, and they pull you over, he's like, they don't care. He's like, he's like, weed's legal in so many states. He's like, you're pretty much good. And I was like, what? I was like, I feel like they would still fuck with you if you had 190 pounds, but it's crazy how chill things have become. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, oh, you just got 10 pounds, buddy. Just keep going. You're good. <laughs> I'd like to think that's true. <laughs> you, you know, I, I, I forget. I don't even know what episode number this is because it's been a minute. Um, but uh, that uh, last, the last podcast I did, which is a while ago, number um, ninety three. So it's number ninety four. We I talked about this like the Britney Griner situation real quick. I don't know if you saw what happened like a couple days ago. Yeah, I saw they like did a trade like a trade to get her out of jail <laughs> what are your, that's uh, pretty cool they did that for her you know it's I, like i think it's good for her but i also think it's like some really hypocritical shit yeah i don't know i know some people were talking about something about how some marines didn't get out but she did i don't know too much about not it even, but not even necessarily just like the it's just crazy that like i saw somebody make a post about it like isn't it crazy that she got released for a, a crime committed in Russia when we still have, like, how are all these people in America still in prison? Like, we literally trade. And then I saw something, a funny other post. It was, like, El Chapo in a prison cell. And they're, like, he's waiting for American to fuck up in Mexico so he can get traded. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's pretty weird, you know, like a celebrity. It's like, Especially oh, you fucked up on and over there, bro. brought weed to another country, you know, by accident or however you ended up doing it it's like i don't know like i smoke weed and it's like when i think about traveling to another country i'm like dude can i have some weed there you know dude you know <laughs> and if happened? i was planning to go to russia and i realized if i get caught with a joint of weed i'm gonna go to russian prison for 10 years like 
I don't know if you're planning to bring drugs to another country, probably do the research on like if it's like illegal or or, like, or have like you're you're famous and rich, so just have bring a homie with you to carry your shit. Yeah, I don't know. That's pretty crazy, but it sucks. She got locked up. Oh, dude, for, yeah, I can't even for imagine like, what it's uh, like. Vape for like a year, or however long. Oh, yeah. you know. It's some, but it's, it's at the bullshit. same time, it's like. You know, you got. My thing is, I'm I'm optimistic about the whole thing, and yeah. I'm like, I hope this helps just push legalization forward, because some people are like, kind of like I'm saying on that other side, like, dude, that's some. It's cool that she's free, but it's kind of like what's going on here, le le like legally here in the states. Yeah. And then Biden still had like all these people are supposed to get released, and like not that many people have. Um, but I, it's a matter of time, I think. I think what i thought the other day that i didn't thought before is i think they might like because there's so many issues right now in so many different states with legalization like california is a great example mm -hmm. um i was thinking maybe they're just trying to like let the state like let it kind of run itself into the ground and then they're going to come in and be like oh hey it's legal now we're going to fucking kind of be your savior and then yeah you know, we'll we'll figure it out for you yeah you know and we have three companies that are going to be in charge of all of it yeah or that would something be you know crazy like, dude that's like seems like the natural course of things to go on you know in america it's yeah. like you know some giant company once it's federally legal is just gonna come in and scoop up hundreds of cannabis brands Right. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. That, that's, that's, that's already. What, I'm sure it's already, already happening. Yeah, that's you already know, happening in the There's cannabis yeah. business. But then the bigger guy is going to be like, "All right, I'm buying the three biggest cannabis corporations that already exist and combining it with a company that owns fucking Tide and we make cheese and dog food and fucking tape." You know, like they that's when you look at those like huge corporations, it's like they literally have their hands on like everything, not just yeah, one but, thing, you know? Yeah. And that, well, and what you said is a great point too, because it's like that's the only way it would work, I think, is if they acquire established brands. Because if they're a new brand coming in, people will be like, at least people that are deep in the culture. You know, it'd be like, fuck you guys. Like, I'm not buying your corporate weed, but if it's like, an o if they, if somebody bought like a legacy brand. Like if Johnson and Johnson came in and bought like, you know, well it would have to have a cooler like name on it like maybe well, I'm saying, like, but they like an established brand that's like old school like kind of like um like um I'm spacing out right now but I ha um think of any old brand like Corova yeah like th um they were acquired um, by um, I'm spacing out right now I had I had the homie on the podcast bro how am I I'm spacing out on this. Um, but yeah, basically they, they try to acquire like, you know, po like high potency brands in the legacy brands, um, unrivaled brands. Yeah. So they acquire like them, but that, that's, that's why it can work too. I think it's cause they're established. Right. So would you still buy something like, say it was like, uh, do you have a brand you like that you've bought? I just feel like most people don't know, like that they don't like know the history that much, you know, and they're. Especially new. It's consumers. like a lot of people are they're not even gonna care. Like no one the brand's not gonna be like, Oh yeah, we're bought out. We just wanted to let you guys all know we're actually trying to keep it as, as possible. Thing. Like you don't even as like a consumer that's like loyal to a brand, you probably won't even notice unless it like tastes different or looks different and you like do some research into it. It's not like something they like to like put out there, you know, and be like, Yeah, it's actually like corporate beer now, you know, like 
I feel like that's not like the message they want out there. Because when that happens, it like usually falls off the map. Because you know they try and like make production bigger, and it's like you know if I, if you've worked in like a restaurant or something, if and like you worked in a chain, it's like it's hard to make them all the same. You know? Yeah, it's like the more restaurants you get of the same one, the more challenges you're gonna have making it like consistently the same thing. You know? For and sure. same with weed too it's like the bigger your brand gets the more grows you're gonna need to fucking support that brand you know it's not all like one grow well that's a cra- like yeah, you know crazy like that with like cookies just, yeah. brand they have lots of grows like nationwide and nationwide stores so it's like when you get a bag from them it's like it could be from like any one of their warehouses i guess you know or any one of their growers, you know, maybe they all use the same recipe, but probably, still, they're still but probably not. Though, well, that's the know? thing too. To your point, though, is that if you think of any recipe for food you make online, the recipe's there, but there's a reason why people make it better than other people. Yeah, exactly. You, know? yeah, you like, have to execute yeah. the recipes. You have to add everything at the exact right time. Yeah, you, you have know? to know. You have to have like a deep understanding of how things yeah, work together. You, ha- you have to like do it the same every time like i don't know it's just See, and, that, uh, and that'd be super hard for me because I, I love looking at recipes for inspiration like just like on food shit that i think can relate but i'm like then i like to free form it like yeah, i get my you just idea get the gist of it yeah, you know then, it's like all right these yeah. are the things that's gonna form this sauce but i can yeah I can, build the yeah, flavor yeah. how i want you know yeah. like yeah totally it's the same thing with weed you know it's like what you feed it what like that's gonna change like the taste and texture and shit you know yeah it's like and you and you still do you did the live soil and everything like you've been doing for the past years yeah i've just been doing like uh organic living soil and how did you cure this worm castings this yeah Uh, i hung it to dry for like over two weeks and then it's been in bins just in like uh plastic bins just curing have you tried curing it in glass at all? I forget if we Because uh, I know that's I'm what this about, like, so- source can is. When you put it in the glass, it starts to like degrade more. Oh, really? Yeah, because in the bins, it still has some leaf on it, and it start it like kind of like takes from those. Le- it continues to take from the leaf and like kind of cure. I don't know. I've like someone sold me like if once it's in the jar, it's like not curing. It's just like getting older, kind of. Okay. So, like, will they put whole branches into bins, you know, and that's how you cure it. But I've had mine curing, like, probably longer than I should. I should have jarred it up or bagged it up into, like, turkey bags or something by now. But it's, like, I just haven't had the time. So it's just sitting out, you're saying? No, it's in the bin still. But it's, like, I'm just trimming it as I have time to do it. Would it help if you, like, threw a couple of those, like, moisture packs, like the boost Uh, packs in there? I don't like those. They, like, whenever I've used those, they've fucked up the smell okay yeah like suck it out or something yeah or like they they had those like bovitas they kind of would just give it like a cardboard smell it would just suck the smell out i made the mistake of like putting those in a bunch of bags that i grew before and then people like fucking didn't want them anymore yeah i think the way i've seen those make the most sense in like retail i think is in pre-roll packs yeah but besides that i i got a bag the other day a jar and i didn't like seeing it like i opened the jar and there was like a boost pack in there and i didn't like that 
Um, I don't know why. It just looked kind of weird. I was like, ex- yeah, usually they don't have that. That's like, it's a, it's not cheap to yeah. put those in there. It's going to add like fucking like 25 cents or something to every package you do. Yeah. And that, that's that profit for one of those companies. Yeah. Yeah. It adds up quick. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I wonder how much it, I remember I bought someone did that video. I think I told you. And then the raw stone is pretty cool though. The terracotta stone. I haven't seen you just, that. Um, you might like that one, actually. I, I think I have one. I can give it to you. It's just a terracotta stone. You soak it in water. I know, and you can put it in and there. And you put it in your bag, and it, you can put it in there just for a slight amount of time, and it does moisturize the bag, oh, okay. everything pretty quick. And I imagine there wouldn't be that much smell. You just have to be careful not to leave it in too long yeah. or it'll get too fucking moist. But yeah. it was a cool little, like, $3 little terracotta raw rock. Oh, okay. I recommend for anybody trying to moisten their stuff. Yeah, well, that's, like, the hardest part when you grow is to, like, not dry it too long or because if you under dry it's just like fucking fucked you know yeah it's like it just i've got loses like the, the smell completely it just smells like hey kinda. dude i used to have a fucking guy i'd buy weed from in jersey this piece of shit um who would um water water weight his weed to us we were like freshmen in high school we would like what he would he would do we water weight it we would call it he would put he would have his nugs and he would just have like a little spray water bottle Mm -hmm. and he would spray on the nugs before he gave it to us so when we threw it on a scale it added that extra yeah yeah but the nug was kind of that's fucking ghetto i remember like i used to work (laughs) at this one restaurant this guy used to come collect all the boxes you'd be like oh yeah you spray it with the hose eighty dollars for every truck you get it all wet first, yeah. <laughs> That's hey. the only other time I've heard of anyone adding water weight. To That's, shit. Funny, That's bro. funny, Yeah, it was it was whack. But when you were saying the dried stuff, have you ever heard of the brand uh, Curated Cannabis? I believe it's called. No. They do these freeze dried nugs, so they're like, I haven't smoked it. A lot of shops will carry them around here, but it's like mm. the nugs are like huge and they're like a little crispier because they're like f- flash frozen nugs. Mm-hmm. It looks really fucking fire, but I need to try it. It was an interesting concept to see. So do they do that so it has more like terpenes or something? Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's to maintain. Yeah, yeah. They, maybe they have some like they dry it like super fast too with the freeze dryer because then you yeah. can you can grow more if you're not fucking you know having to dry for two weeks if you can dry it in one day and one of those things probably. Yeah, and it looks so. It's like yeah, it looks cool. So I need to try. It. It's like a when the flowers and full the, fl- uh, when the flowers in full bloom, the flower stops developing briefly, pauses at the peak. Canvas flower is its best at that moment. It has done everything it can do to reach its genetic potential. Curated cannabis believes in the flower in your jar should be just as perfect. Our soul collective preserve the cannabis flower. Um, to perfectly preserve our flower, we develop our proprietary live cure process. We dry and cure cannabis flower without exposure to heat oxygen and uv light so the live cured flower looks and smells like it did at harvest Hmm. so it must just be a dry room or something if they're not using i don't know interesting yeah i've heard mixer i've heard a lot of people say they like it i've heard some people say it's a little dry or smokes a little quick Oh, okay but just popped in my head randomly but it looks pretty cool you know people doing doing it different than other people yeah so i'll have to try it do i'll do a video on it since i brought it up (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Oh, man, what else is good, man? Or do you want a drink at all, bro? Are you chilling? Yeah, I'll try one. Um, you can throw it straight, or um, what dosage are you feeling? These two are this. These two are a hundred milligrams per bottle. 
Okay. That one's super low dose. That's one milligram. That's ten milligrams THC, one hundred and fifty CBD for that whole bottle. I was gonna throw you this one too later if you want to um, try it for sleep. Oh, okay. This whole bottle has fifty milligrams THC, a hundred um, CBN, and one hundred and fifty CBD. I've been taking it every night for like a month. It's been helping me. You know me though, like I still smoke and throw other stuff in the mix. Dude, I cannot sleep, so. I'm dude, I'm I'm, I'm excited for your feedback, like bro. The CBN, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what you think of that, man. Um, but um, I think you like the. Do you want it in a little ginger beer? Are you good? Sure, yeah, I'll try it. I'll throw you the wonder. So this is like more indica leaning. Okay. If I can pop the top here real quick. Pour that up, bro. Yeah, man, you need to come kick it at the lounge, bro. The oh, artistry? Do you work over there now? Or uh, yeah, do these pop-ups there? Okay. Um, do you want to do ten or how many? How many milligrams you think? Uh, whatever, like fifty. Fifty? Yeah. Okay. That's like not that much, right? Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna hit pretty good. Fifty on this rocks me pretty oh, good. Let's try it. Yeah, My car has that self-driving mode, so <laughs> I'll be good, dude. No, I'm just <laughs> Yeah, 50 on this hits hits solid, bro. Um, this has like a little mango chili flavor to it. Let me know if you want a little more ginger. I'm sipping on the play. But yeah, bro, you know I'm all about the drinks. and. Oh, that tastes pretty good. The drink game is um, fun, man. That fast onset. And it's crazy to see the technology just in gummies too. Beverages and gummies, like this fastest onset. Like there's going to be a product in the future where like you just like barely touch it to your tongue and you're like, hi. Or something you know oh, it's like okay. the onset times keep getting lower and lower it's pretty crazy how long for this one i say it should be kicking in you know it varies for everybody but it should be kicking in about five to 15 minutes okay feeling it pretty good should be peaking around 45 minutes or so okay however like i'll give it to some people and they'll like take a couple sips say they feel it instantly i feel like my onset time when i start feeling it is about five to ten minutes mm -hmm. i probably peak at about or i start i'd say i probably peak about 45 an hour but i feel feel pretty good in 30 okay um but you know varies per day too right or if i'm like i always my favorite time i've said on this podcast probably a bunch is to take edibles is like right after a workout or like um i wish i did it could do it more in the morning like just on an empty stomach essentially yeah. let it kick in a little quicker how much do these costs like retail for one of these bottles um about depending on the shop about thir 30 to 33 bucks oh, okay so 10 servings in there um, and we released these bigger bottles recently, um, to provide a little more value because we were just doing the three packs and singles before. So the three packs were, you know, whole retailing for about 27 bucks. Right. So now you get 10 servings for a, you know, just a little more. Yeah. I feel uh, like this is better to like share with other people and stuff, you know, it's pretty cool for sure. And it's been going over way, you know, really nicely. And it's been a way, you know, it's been a pretty much an easier sell in a lot of ways. And even at the lounge, like last night. Like, like you're saying, people buy a bottle mm -hmm. and they'll just share, they'll order two cocktails there, they'll share it. They could order more cocktails or they could do so a double. So you guys sell these at the lounge and you make it into cocktails and mm -hmm. stuff? Oh, okay. So yeah, like we have like the SoCal Cannon Bar that helps us out where I bartend there. I did it for a couple months myself. Yeah. Um, but I was there last night doing it. So like we sell these and so I'll like sell one of these and I'll, they have their choice to put it in like a loungeito, which is essentially a mojito strawberry fields which is like a strawberry fresh basil cocktail kind of like a strawberry basil mojito if you will okay. and then a spicy margarita 
Oh, cool. And then you can choose any experience and throw it in there. Or you can drink it straight, but like in the lounge vibe, the whole thing is kind of the cocktail feel. Right. So that's the artistry. And then um, at Rosemary Jane in Sacramento, they kind of have like four different batches as well. And mm -hmm. it's any experience, any drink too. That's cool. And so it's cool, man. We're getting a lot of traction in the lounges. So we're hope, you know, looking to like expand to other states and stuff too. Um, with in, in particular with a lounge focus. Yeah. But it, the lounge is going to change the game in so many ways. It's, yeah, it should. It's gonna take yeah. a, it's gonna take a while, bro. But like, if I had one closer to where I live, I'd be there all the time. Yeah. Like I went a little early to do a little work at one the other day, you know. But if I had a neighborhood one, like a neighborhood bar, right? I'd be fucking posting there all the time. Right. Yeah, I wish we had. <laughs> oh, did you see? I, I need to do some more research on it. But um, the Redonda passed. I think that there could be dispensaries there. I didn't hear that. I think something passed recently. That would be cool. Yeah, because I, I remember us talking. They were doing, like, the churches and stuff. Yeah, all the only shops in Redondo I know of are all, like, on the down low, kind of. Okay, this is on easy. Retail marijuana allowed in Redondo Beach. A Redondo Beach marijuana shop is... Um, Sorry, enough. In a four to zero vote Tuesday night, the city council approved retail cannabis sales in Redondo Beach. The decision begins the process to issue permits to two stores in eligible areas across the city. Those stores are going to bank, bro. Because you're going to get people from Manhattan, Hermosa, right. Palos Verdes. And there's only two of them. I wonder how they're going to choose those people. They're going to be, be like Just connected corporate. to the city for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, Redondo's like a rip-off city, dude. Like, they wanted to charge the restaurant I work at like uh, 5000 bucks a month to have six tables on the sidewalk. And then they got rid of the tables, right? And they had like a bench out there and like a couple of uh, planters. And they wanted a thousand bucks a month for that. What? Yeah. What a fucking yeah, rack. Exactly. Dude. So I'm sure there's going to be, it's like they're going to make a ton of money for the city because they're going to put like city, a city tax, you know? Would you be tempted to go to a. If I, yeah, I would go. It's like most of the shops are like not close to where I live, and the ones where that are near where I live are like super ghetto. Do you know the mo do you know the like a legal shop that's the closest to you? Yeah, there's a bunch of them. I'm trying to think which one's closest. But I, there, to I don't, it's like, bro, I haven't been down in that like South Bay area in a while. There's one called like GEC or something. There's like two that are like right next to each other, and they're like the old school style with like. 25 price points depending on how many grams you buy and okay you know it's like the old school style you know so, and, and you can find good deals in some places like for sure that's a thing is yeah like, it's like they have pretty good bud but it's like it's not it's not as good as the shops used to be i feel like why do you think that is just because maybe pre the price is going down so like fuck it I feel like you'd want to make better shit then. Why do you think that might be? I just feel like it's just they can get cheaper flour and sell it, you know? There's way more people growing now than there was, like, 10 years ago. There's just more, the market's there's so more flooded, options huh? to, like, get it, and there's more bigger grows, you know? So the bigger your grow is, the you know, the cheaper you can sell your flour for, you know? Like, that's it, you know? It's, and the prices have gone down, you know? So it's just, like... 
I don't know. Yeah. And there's not as many people smoke, like the people that were like into the really top end flower are smoking hash now. That's like a part of it too. So you don't have like as many like yeah, people that are really yeah, like, yeah. like judging the flower, like, oh, I need this great flower, you know, and more people are of those people will maybe grow their own now. I don't know. I don't go to the shops as much as I used to, but when I do, I'm usually disappointed, you know, because it's, like, so expensive, and it's just hard to, like, sift through, like, all the stuff they have and know so what, I, which ones are fresh or which ones have, like, pesticides. You just don't know, you know? Yeah, and honestly, that's what I tell most people I talk to, even dispensaries. I'm like, it's hard for me to justify buying flour when, I was like, when I'm, like, my boy um can hook me up with like you'll you'll you know freaking fat jar like yeah you you, you you know it's nice it's, it's dope to have it's like hard to justify but the reason i do like dispensaries mostly is for the packaged goods like you know yeah. edibles and shit because yeah. but I'm, i've always been like that since a kid with like candy i always like trying the new shit you know new edibles new yeah, drinks the stores I, I try. are cool it's just like when I have a giant bag at my house, it's like hard. I'm like, oh, I'd like to try to this and that. It's like if I go in there, I'm gonna spend like 300 bucks or something. You know, <laughs> it could like... be nice just to have like a couple other little strains on the side so you can switch. Yeah. So you're not always smoking. Yeah, this. but I don't know. Me and my girlfriend will just be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever's the best one, it's gonna go first in my house usually. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna last usually. That's just the reality and bong is still your preferred go-to yeah hard to beat huh yeah well, that's definitely the way to go for me you still you get you still smoking that same one that um the yeah OG we one? use like the same couple ones we have one that's like 20 something years old still going Fuck strong yeah, those are the yeah. best bro <laughs> yeah it's still it's got character still to cleans it. up to like brand new and it's sweet dude how do you like the cleaners with like uh alcohol and some salt or just alcohol that's the way to it's do it's not too dirty you know the salt makes some like grit to scrape stuff off of there if it gets really dirty but if you use that 99 percent alcohol it usually and it's not very dirty it'll like get it clean and then you can put a little bit of vinegar and soap and just uh brush it out with that to get any like uh calcium off there Okay, where yeah. yeah, I just did a little quick video about this. Like, I had my dirty pieces, and I was like, my favorite, my, I think the most cost effective, easiest way is alcohol and salt. Yeah, I bought like the bigger ice cream salt because that's all I had. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to buy the fine salt, which is good for the bong, but for the bubblers, it was a little hard. Yeah, it's hard to get it out. That, yeah. Those bigger chunks tend to like, but it'll like stick. dissolve if you leave it yeah. for long enough, right? Yeah, because I just left it for like 40 minutes or 30 real quick. Yeah. And, um, but then also what I've done in the past, you know, the 420 cleaner is cool, but that shit's kind of expensive. Yeah. They have one other one I tried that's really good. I forget what the brand was, but you can like soak a pipe in there and then you wash it off with hot water and it's like almost like brand new after yeah. you soak the, it for a while. Shit. The, oh, there's another, yeah, there was another one that I've used before. had like an, uh, I'm trying to remember the brand, but then also what I've done in the past that works pretty nice, but it's like stinks up the whole place. It's just in a pot, just boil it in hot water yeah just cleans the shit out of it but it's like then yeah, you're, gonna, then like your place is gonna smell then it's, yeah. then it's sometimes it sticks to the outside yeah after, then you bring your yeah. shit yeah that's yeah, true yeah. i don't know that's like the least fun part about smoking honestly well that's so, why like it's never fun cleaning all that shit dude i was i was talking to a bud tender at the artist she actually and he was like um we were talking about dabbing and he's like dude 
you'll like this from the restaurant industry. He's like, he's like, dude, I don't like dabbing because I don't want to do side work when I'm high, bro. He's like, I don't want to take a bunch of dabs and have to clean all my dab rig. He's like, I just want to chill. I know. It's like a whole process. <laughs> like these guys have their like their temp thing. They have their jar for dirty Q-tips, the Q-tip jar, the dab mat, you know, like. It's thorough. Know, it's like the people take it pretty seriously, but like those it's a little intimidating. That, for it. They have some real fucking fire. You know? For real. <laughs> for real. Yeah. Yeah, I could see like you know even for somebody that's been smoking since I'm sixteen, like those people that are like, and I have homies that are you know you, you dab sometimes. I have like homies that are like the hardcore dabbers too, and it is a little intimidating to like because they're on their game. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you guys are like leveled up on this. I, I feel like well, an idiot. They've got their, uh, their dab timer, <laughs> their digital temp thing to make sure it's the right uh, temperature and stuff. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, exactly. And that's why it's like, I don't know, it's like a whole thing just to like take a dab sometimes. But at the same time, I want to, I need to get some of that stuff. Yeah, you should that, check out. That's this, where I'm going uh, next. That's a goal. 2023 goal is to dab more. Yeah, you got to get <laughs> check out the resin ranch extraction you gotta check out that guy's instagram resin ranch yeah he's oh. pretty funny he has good stories and he has like a grow somewhere up north but he grows some good bud and gives out a lot of like good tips and keeps it real that's like a he, had, he has a good like start to finish uh like hash videos you know okay. throughout his grow it's pretty cool nice yeah dude you got me thinking some hash bro i've smoked the last i had i had some like rose rider i think i was smoking or mandarin cookies hash ball i forget what it was but you know i feel like i feel like hash is gonna have a resurgence too i think we probably might have talked about this last time i think it's it's already starting yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's been going on for a little while and like but for I feel like hash was kind of and st it still is pretty low key. When I go into stores, bro, I don't see there's a lot of times I'll carry like one or two hash brands. I see like biscotti a lot, um, and then I see like um, another brand sometimes. But there's not, you know, there's so many flower selections. There's so many concentrate. I know hash is technically a concentrate, but it's like there's so many concent like there's not too many hash, you know. Yeah, the new hash is that water hash. So it's just like dabbable water hash. Or they press it into rosin, you know, that, and then they like cold cure it and shit, and that's that's the fucking new hash right there. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's expensive to make. It's like a lot of work, so it's fucking expensive. But I love hash for the versatility component too. I guess other concentrates have it too, but like just like I don't know. I've done stuff like you know, done like the worm around the J and stuff with like wax and yeah. shit, but like. It's not the same. Like I'd re so much rather just put sprinkles and hash in for like yeah. a better burn. I think like yeah. a, a, even those infused J's and shit to me like don't a lot of times they'll burn a little weird. They'll taste a little funky. Like I'd rather just have like flour. I'd rather have a straight flour J or mm -hmm. a straight J with hash instead of like any live resin or rosin right. in it and stuff. Yeah. Personally, yeah. Like, how do you feel about infused joints in general? Uh, we're all right. I've I've made some with like rosin and stuff. They're pretty good. But sometimes it just starts to like drip all over because they can get kind of messy. But they're good. I like them. Yeah, I feel like rosin's the way to do it, or hash. But when, when it's like other shit in there too, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like sometimes I'll smell some yeah, shit. Somebody gave me a joint like that. I've had it for like a year sitting there. It's like diamonds and keef and fucking all this shit. I'm like, I don't even want to fucking smoke it because it's like. 
It just sounds like it's like a bunch of fucking crappy shit thrown into one joint, you know? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not big into pre-rolls because I just know what would go into a pre-roll, you know? Yeah. I'm not either. Like, I usually, I bought a pack the other day. Yeah. But besides that, like I'm, that's I think that's like the first one I've ever bought because I love rolling personally. I'm like, I'd, yeah. I'd rather roll it, roll it the size I want for that. But yeah. um, it is convenient to have a little pack. I bought like one of the Pacific Stone packs. Okay. I had 14 in there. Yeah. So I was like, and it was pretty pretty nice price point. That's why I got it. But it was yeah. like, it, it was convenient to have them rolled. It, but I was just like smoking them a lot faster. Right. Than, but. Dude, it's crazy how many times like I'll see people in a lounge like buy like a five pack of pre rolls, four pack, whatever it is just sit there and smoke a whole pack in an hour 45 minutes or whatever really yeah i'm like damn you know a lot it, people go hard dude i'm like dang you just smoke like five joints to the head like and like an hour. yeah i can't smoke joints like that it starts like fucking burning like, yeah i know? can do like if i dude a gram if i smoke a gram joint to the head that's like a lot for me i feel like there's a point you know like where it just doesn't do it this is not worth it anymore for me that's why yeah. i feel like the right size joint for me is like no like a half like a 0.5 it's pretty solid for me yeah to the head personally or even a point two five or three five can be nice but it's like once i start going too big i'm like dude i'm not yeah once you get halfway down the joint there's so much resin built up in there it's like fucking hitting hard yeah yeah it's like, yeah. but you know I, oh you know what i rolled for the first time i did a video on too um is uh with rose wraps like the rose petal wraps oh, okay i got them they were a little dry so i you know, I was like put my breath on them, but I could have used that terracotta rock or something. But I was hesitant, and it was actually pretty good. Like the, it actually had a nice little like sweet flavor to it. I never um, even heard of that. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I'll show you what it looks like later. I have one rolled up. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Kind of so. like a novelty thing. They were kind of expensive wraps, kind of like those. I don't know if you've seen those like twenty-four karat gold wraps. No, I've, I did a video on them a while back, but they're expensive. It's kind of just like kind of a hype thing. Right. You know, kind of party vibe like a celebrational yeah exactly little joint wrap little shine wrap i think they're called so but yeah man i'm i'm people love those rolling videos so i'm just i'm gonna do more rolling shit but it's like you know it's so simple like the, everything is pretty similar roll yeah but um it's crazy how many people don't know how to or pe even people that like to roll like oh i love like i'll get comments like i love rolling but i and i love watching rolling videos like people like into that shit yeah it's fun dude I'm trying to think of the last video we did that wasn't a podcast. We should what, probably make one. Wanna, but yeah, we're we're a little past due, bro. Remember, dude, those I was telling somebody how those fucking straightener videos hit and then got taken down. Like they yeah, both have like should, uh, one of them almost had like. We should wash that uh, bud and make a video with that. Which one? Uh, like a. With that uh, f that frozen nug I have. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm 100 down. Yeah, I'll come roll through. Check it out. Yeah, we can just wash it, and then we can uh, press it. It'll have to be over, like, a couple days or something. So it'll have to dry, I think, for at least, like, one or two days. I'm not sure. Press that out. That'll be some good shit. Yeah. That's why I always liked your shit, too, is because you know everything about it. And, then, you know, like like you said earlier about the story, you don't know what you're getting. It's like you know everything about your shit. You grew it, you know? Yeah. It's like a little piece of my I'm not I'm not usually worried by anything from the shops um, about that. But I have bought some shit from some other people, like a black market shit where I'm like, I don't know, bro. Like this tastes a little funky or like there's something like I don't know. Like you get that in the back of your throat almost feel yeah. like there's something on here almost like. Yeah, because there probably is a lot of the time. You know, there's a lot of like 
pesticides that'll fucking kill everything, you know? What including would... you, you know? yeah, <laughs> like a little bit. Yeah, real shit. <laughs> like over time, yeah. You know? Yeah, That's there's a lot of stuff people spray on there that, you know, it'll help them get through the harvest, but it's like if they're selling it and not smoking it, you know, some people just don't fucking care, you know? Yeah. So. It's sad, but true, huh? It's yeah. Like, it's like... Just slinging it, fucking getting yeah. their money. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, you know, it's like... I wonder how much like black mark. I would love to see like the actual black market numbers, you know, versus the legitimate numbers, like what they're selling in just flour. Yeah, like at the trap shop, trap shops versus like you know legit retail. It'd be interesting to see. Yeah, you should do it. You should uh, buy some lab test and take some flour in and make a video about it. Yeah, and just see, whole, like, see if there's series. any difference, you know, because. I bet you there's not that much of a difference, you know, honestly. Yeah, there's... Yeah. Yeah. Depending it, on, like, which brands you get. I'm sure there's some, like, brands you you buy from, like, a total legal place that are going to, like, fail a bunch of testing if you test it, you know? Yeah, it's and crazy same, how much shit they test for, dude. Going through some of these COAs, I'm like, dang, there's so much shit that could be in there. Yeah. And it's, like, some things that they test for, like, aren't even really that bad, you know? But it's like they test for that for one reason or another, you know? Yeah, that's where it's like... Like there's this stuff called Spinosad that's organic, you know? and But you can't... It, you, your weed can't test for that because it can kill bees if you, like, use it in large amounts. So they, like, don't allow that in uh, California testing, at least. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the whole the all the different states rules too and stuff. Like Kansas City, Missouri is recreational now, or they passed the bill, which is cool. Okay. You know, my, my, most of my I have a lot of family in Kansas, so I always keep an eye on that. Yeah. So that's cool to see, man. Um, and then, you know, I'm just like, it's just cool to see things expanding. But especially the testing, I feel like is really important, especially for consumed goods. I feel like definitely important for flour you could sell the pesticides but i feel like if you're actually consuming like eating something too it would be fucked up yeah or from smoking it's like probably worse sometimes yeah how you getting in some weird shit in your yeah, lungs because like some stuff when you burn it it's bad if when you eat it it's not gonna be as bad uh-huh yeah. yeah and vice versa too there's probably some weird yeah. yep. weird shit yeah there's um I, I did like an interview for a lab testing like sales gig a long time back but it was an interesting interview for the guy but he wanted me to like go like to the other like facility he didn't even like hire me mm-hmm. but he wanted me to like go to the other facility like some other like competitor for an interview and like give him information or something i'm like it's a little weird bro like i'm good yeah. <laughs> like, i don't need you to pay me dude what you trying to get that's weird <laughs> yeah that was like that's like three or four years ago when i was trying to get get in the game a little more but yeah it's funny man people are always you know so many people ask like how long you've been in the industry you know i've been doing like the beverage sales for like two years or so mm-hmm. but i always joke like you know since i was 16 been blazing and selling buds you know yeah it's so crazy to think how long how time goes like that and yeah. how it changes over time too of like and i find myself like i took a little break from i was always smoking so many sativas i've taken a little break from that but mm-hmm. now i'm kind of getting back on that train like this little orange and shit 
But um, I think we've talked about that too, seeing those kind of come in the market a little more too. Yeah. Because like it's like for for a couple of years when I for it was like nobody wanted or didn't seem like anybody wanted it. Right. But now it's kind of coming coming back. I went to. Have you ever smoked any of Maven shit? Maven Genetics. No, I've heard of that, but I haven't tried it. Yeah, they have a grow. They have. I think they had their grow first and flower in a bunch of spots, but they have their they have a Maven store. They opened like a couple months back. I stopped by there for the first time, but I didn't realize they have like. 30 strains of their own shit oh, okay. right there but it's kind of cool that they have the quality control component of having you know their grow and then their store as well yeah and i was i forget who i was talking to was saying that's like always the case um and somewhere else but side note i'm on a rant here um i want to check out thailand bro now that weed's legal there yeah i saw that yeah I, i'm actually looking that's a goal in 2023 for me is to go there because i was looking like you can get like a pretty baller hotel dude for like two weeks mm -hmm. for like 800 bucks oh, okay yeah it's cheap yeah. from what i hear so i'm i'm interested to see bro and i've like i always thought it'd be a cool product to bring to the market too is in cali or another state for like the old heads is like a uh, tie stick yeah i don't know if you've ever smoked those they're pretty popular in new york or oh, we really? get them in jersey um but yeah, just yeah, like, that's that old school. Yeah, shit. old school. I feel like I feel like it would work in some shops, like that the old head. You know, I would buy one if I saw it. It's yeah, kind of too I've novelty though. I've seen those in a in a shop before. Oh, yeah? like a few times. Yeah. Yeah, it's like kind some, of like, like homemade or like weird type of thing. Yeah, I've ne didn't really ever like. I don't know. I feel How? like there was like other shit like mixed in. With well, that's the thing. Yeah, that. The day, it, you know? I feel like tie sticks like the original infused like. Yeah, like cannabis. I feel like it's today's infused pre-roll almost. Yeah, yeah. How often do you take edibles? I've um, very rarely. I'm surprised. Yeah, maybe like a few times a year. I would say like three to four yeah, times a year. Should, maybe. Did I take them? You know me. Whatever. I'm, actually, only when you give them to me. Dude, you <laughs> know, I take the shit every. I take them. I haven't bed made every. edibles in years. You know, I haven't. You know, because. I well, have kids, you know, and well, I, if up, I make bro. edibles, then it's like they see them and they're like, oh, can I eat this? And I'm like, no. Well, that's why I like the capsules. Yeah. That's my favorite way lately. Or I'll eat, just throw it in my smoothie, my coconut oil or whatever I infuse. Yeah, if you want to make some edibles, I definitely have some stuff you can make edibles out of if you want, if you need some. Word, word. Yeah. Uh, and I got some uh, infusions I can throw you too. Um, my friend has that like magic butter machine. I, I have one. Just, of, oh, you have that? But you know what's funny? Yeah. <laughs> I've, I haven't used it. Oh, really? I've used these two other Levo devices more. I don't know if you've seen a new one I'll show you. I got it's a Levo C. You can infuse a fat batch. The oh, magical okay. butter does a fat batch too. Um, but yeah, I need to, I need to break it out. I just, um, I got it a while back and just hadn't used it. How much can no, you put did in I there? Use it? You know what? I, I did use it for a video, but then my card, I lost my card. I think I forget. Um, I think you can put several ounces i think you put like two or three ounces in magical butter oh, okay don't quote me on that I, I forget i haven't used it um but yeah these infusion devices coming out are cool um but that's why i was like i, I have these devices i make these infusions anyway i'm like i just need to start hooking like you up with some capsules and stuff because yeah I, I like those because it kicks in quick it's pretty healthy too because it's just like an mct oil but once again you need to make sure the products are good to start yeah but I, this one's pretty good i bought an ounce of this you know flour from the shop or whatever 90 80 90 bucks okay but um yeah bro i, I enjoy it but i want to start because i'm making like making the stuff anyways I need to start making bigger batches and dosing it out in these little caps yeah 
Um, but yeah, dude, that's, that's what helps me sleep. It's kind of a, almost a crutch for me now. And when I did try that sleep product for the first time during mm -hmm. like the beta testing phase, I didn't take any other cannabis for like three nights in a row. Yeah. And it still helped me, but I do have such a high THC tolerance at that five. I was surprised how much it helped me, but I do add a little more. Oh, okay. But yeah, the, the edibles do help me, help me knock out nice. for sure. I should try that. Yeah. Cause well, and it also fucks with my smoking tolerance. Like I always get really high as soon as I smoke, but I find it wearing off faster. The more edibles I feel like I take. Oh, okay. But it's crazy. I took a couple days off, um, not that long ago. Mm -hmm. And, but then I feel like it's only one, like one or two days. I feel like the tolerance spikes back up. Right. I feel like after a tolerance break, uh, I don't, I didn't even take, do it like intentionally. I was just traveling, but, um, my sister's wedding. Actually, no, I did smoke then. It was in Colorado. Beautiful, beautiful there. Yeah, I, I couldn't go into dispensary though. In Colorado too. Oh, yeah. Whereabouts? Uh, near Denver. Okay. Yeah. Hers was my sister's was in Estes Park, oh, okay. um, which I didn't um, realize was the home of the. Um, I'm spacing on the name of the actual hotel, but the Shining Hotel. Oh really? Yeah, it was like two minutes from us. Oh, that's cool. And I, my brother went. I wanted to try it, but supposedly they have like top one of the top ten like fried chicken spots in the nation. Nice. And I'm like a fried chicken like fiend. Nice. I have to do that today. Well, actually, it's been lucky, a long time. Because every new restaurant that it opens sells fried chicken these yeah, days. It's been <laughs> a hot, like the hot chicken thing. You know, you used to have the best, and then it went way downhill. The Manhattan House. I don't know if you've ever eaten there. Uh, on PCH. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, never, I ate there once. They had this butter. I think they changed chefs or something. They had okay. this bone-in buttermilk fried chicken. Had like a thin best fried chicken I'd had in my life. Oh, okay. And then my family comes in town. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna give you guys the best fried chicken you've ever fucking had. Yeah. And then we get there, and it's like, you know, boneless chicken breast fried, and it's just like, like big chicken tenders, basically. Yeah. I was just so let down because I love this shit. Dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. I was like, oh, dude. Yeah. They got me thinking fried chicken now. I want to also start doing some other like infused food. I'm gonna do some infused dinners with just cocktails i'm thinking mm -hmm. instead of the food i feel like the infused drinks is a little more easy it's easier to know exactly what you're getting than the food and the onset time for people yeah because i've been to some of these dinners where people get worried and stuff even though people who don't even dose that much might take too much i don't know i feel like the drinks are just easier dosed okay like even last night bro i gave this calm i've a big bottle of this calm to two ladies who never like oh, i just have such a light tolerance i'm like yo try this shit like fucking loved it Oh, okay. Yeah. It, and that's why I love that one in particular. It's cool giving people that experience. Like yeah. Their first cannabis experience and they'll see what happens from there. Right. There's a, there's a lot of people that come out of state and it's like kind of mind blowing for them coming to the lounge or there's a lot of people who just like have never or people who've been smoking, you know, stoners yeah. their whole people life. People are just excited to try new things, you know? Yeah. And it's been it's, so like, can, when can you go to a restaurant and get a cannabis product you know not here you know it's do they have awesome. food there too or no or is it just drinks? um they do um so they, they were getting it from one restaurant next mm -hmm. door they partnered with or they're moving to a new one um so that they, they, long story short yes they do they just partner with other restaurants oh, okay at the moment i think it's you know probably um like a licensing or legality thing to have a food license on premise or something right but essentially next door it works out well they kind of have their system in place and you like a little qr code on the table you order from the restaurant and they also have like a dessert cookie place oh, that's and then cool. you can order 
drinks or flour or whatever you want and they also have like shit you can rent bongs like that that gravity bong is pretty popular oh, okay so that, i think to like rent that's 20 bucks or you can like go to the walk up to the bar and take like oh you can get like a bowl pack in it for like seven bucks or something like that oh that's right you can rent like puffco's and um, Dr. Dabber, I think, is the other one that looks pretty Can cool. Can you bring your own weed, or do you have to, like, buy it there? You, you have to buy it there. Okay. Yeah. There's um, no corking fee? No. Not yet? Not yet, but that's, yeah. Well, that's the next step where, where they have, like, I'm sure really, people low-key like, slide awesome, their shit in. But. Uh, I know. How are they going to? I don't know. That's pretty cool, though. I'm going to have to go take yeah, come my check uh, it. girlfriend Dude, let's, let's, check yeah, it out. Yeah, come, come check it out on a Friday when I'm there, or I'll just meet you there and just kick it or just roll or just check it out your guys selves but i'd like to try to give give you the full experience hook you up with some drinks and shit when's the next one uh friday next friday like w you can get a koan drink there any day but we do like a little special koan bar on friday nights oh, okay so it's fun bro um like you said it's just cool to be in that environment like i forget sometimes i've been doing this for like probably three months now working with the artistry mm -hmm. and i'll go in there sometimes and like get a fat waft of the weed or see like some smoke in there and i'm like oh i forget i'm in the weed lounge like yeah, <laughs> yeah that's cool. kind of old school you know bring, bring me back to that's like the restaurant days when people smoking cigs do you need like reservations to go there or something or yeah they recommend reservations for sure um and do you like visit like you pay to get in or no there's no cover charge okay. um there's just you just have to buy the stuff there right um is really the only thing so okay. or you could buy it down they have their dispensary downstairs so you got you can buy stuff from their dispensary downstairs bring it up or in the lounge you can order stuff up there too so oh, either cool. way if you buy it you just have to buy it from there right and you can roll it up smoke it rent your shit do the cocktails oh that's cool yeah Maybe we'll see you on Friday. Yeah, roll through, man. I'll hook you up with some Cohen cocktails, bro. Sweet. Yeah, get you guys some uh, Il Margaritas, man. Nice. You, you feeling that wonder at all? Oh, yeah. yeah that <laughs> works good. Yeah. yeah, it's fun, bro. Yeah, it's good to catch up, man. Like like I said, I've been kind of slacking on all this um, podcast and everything. You know what it is, too? It's like there's a couple things, you know, it's getting busy in life, some on personal stuff, a little like create it, creator burnout a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I think what it is, too, is like what I've realized once I fall out of the once I'm in my flow, it's so much easier. <clears throat> once I fall out, it's like, OK, I'm going to put it out next week or do this next week. But like once I'm like more committed, like this is coming out every week and I'm in my flow. Yeah, I'm more like on my game. Once I took too much steps back and kind of fell off, then it just became easier. It, it becomes easier and easier not to like yeah, put out, put out content. Yeah, so exactly. Like, it's the same thing with growing. Like I've been like. <laughs> procrastinating on getting everything trimmed for my harvest but if i had another crop that i need, had to put in there right now it would have been done a long time ago but it's like uh, i'm just gonna take a little break here well maybe maybe when we roll down to that video i can help you finish up putting a couple hours of trimming for you man yeah yeah or we can just uh wash it all and press it you know yeah shit yeah how much is it you think total um it's a lot it's <laughs> yeah. a good amount nice bro yeah yeah it, there's right. definitely like a few pounds or so okay where yeah enough to like make some good shit. a bunch of edibles and a bunch of hash for us yeah okay bro yeah um yeah i'm really excited to step up my edible game too and that's what i realized about my content too yeah because i have these old edible videos that are doing really well mm -hmm. but like and i have newer ones 
too, where I put in more knowledge and shit, but it's like, I've learned so much since I've done my initial videos that I need to put out there more. Yeah. So I've, I feel like a, a lot of people are seeing these videos and like my actual knowledge of what and what I'm able to do is so much better than some of these old videos. But so it's, it's inspiring more to make more, to up my game, make more like butter video. Our crockpot butter videos done really well. Um, yeah. We, we did a fair amount of videos back in the day, bro. Yeah, of all the the grow, the grow and stuff. we did yeah. the hash, we did um, we've done a good amount of shit, bro. It looks like you have enough space in here to get a little little tent in this place, bro. My last spot, even as shitty as it was, would have um, that I had that whole back room. I was gonna do something, in. right? But then things just escalated too much. It's like I gotta get the fuck out of here, dude. But yeah, I could probably do a little something. It's just yeah, like you, you can put a four by four tent in one of the corners of this place or something. And like my excuse and justification too is like if I don't even have time to like get on be on my like content schedule, it's like how am I gonna have time for a plant? But I have these guys that I think You couldn't get one of those uh self watering pots they have. They're pretty cool. I need to hit up there's a couple two years ago probably now when it first came out. Mm -hmm. Like grows it for you. I, it's like it looks like a refrigerator like that and you put your weed in it and you just press buttons and it's supposed to grow up for you essentially <laughs> i remember they used to have these things i think it was called the gravitron maybe oh, was that the, like the circle thing it was like uh octagon or hexagon with bulbs around the edges and you'd put like one plant in the middle of it that was like the old school I like saw, one seen, plant thing i saw some video a while back of some i don't dude think dude, it was the gravitron i, I saw some like dude doing no i saw ride, some but... dude claiming doing a um, gravity grow a reverse grow though and I forget what this video, like I'm fucking don't remember what it was at all, but it tripped me out because he was claiming it was like super legit. So he was had all, you know, just if you inverted the plant. Yeah, I've seen saying vertical. That the, I, think, I think he was saying like the nutrients go into There's the, like these vertical grows where they grow like along a wall of plants, you know, and they have the lights like hanging in between rows. There's like some guys called the Vertical Boys. I don't know <laughs> if you've heard of them. No, I haven't. Yeah, they fucking grow like that. And like, uh, Shit. like rows. What's it supposed There's to also do? What, what's, some, the, what's the perk of that? You think? You can get way more plants in less space. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you need less square footage that way. Okay. To like grow like a lot of plants, but it seems like a bitch to like get it all set up like that too. And there used to be some other thing that had the light down the middle, and it had a reservoir in the bottom, and then all the plants would like lock into this giant cylinder. And it would like fucking spin the plants around the light, That's and, the one and I was then like of. the roots would like dip in the middle. But then I don't get how like all the water didn't like drip all over your plants and shit all the time. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's so many different people just experimenting too. Like, yeah. let's see what this does. Let's grow it on its side. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of a lot of the places are growing like multi-level grows now with like racks. Yeah, you know? I've seen so that. they're like lined up with like three sets of plants just to like because it's all about like uh price per square footage and how much yeah. weed per square footage you can grow you know yeah that's, i heard somebody saying this how much some of these people were paying like just electricity bills it blew my mind like millions yeah when Supposedly, we, had, when we had a grow we didn't even have to pay an electricity bill somehow it was the power was free and the rent was like 8800 bucks a month there in downtown L.A. But you could use as much power as you wanted. 
Shit. Yeah, I don't know how they had that worked out, but that's how it was there. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I've been like... And that shit used a lot of fucking power, dude. Yeah, for all the lights real, and ACs yeah. and fans and fucking... Damn. Yeah, all the dehumidifiers, like... I couldn't imagine how much the power bill would have been there. Yeah, it sounds like a pretty solid deal then. Yeah. Because, yeah, I've been, you know, and I'm looking online too at like dispensaries. Like, I always try to see what's for sale out there. Just curious, like retail and lounges and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, I almost think we should just like open a bar, bro. Just a regular bar, mm -hmm. alcohol bar, and just do um, private events out of it for cannabis. Because private events are kind of their own thing. You, that's like kind of like a loophole, at least right now, in some ways. I don't know. That's a pretty good idea. Because then you could have like after hours, or you could close it down for the day. Yeah. Like we're closed I just wouldn't want to work at a bar like all night. That's the thing, you know? Yeah, it could be. It's like I can't do that late night life right now. But yeah, like I've been you. wanting to open a small restaurant, you know, or like something like that with with a bar though too, because like where I live, there's nothing like that at all. It's like ah, oh, these people they won't they won't support this kind of thing, and no one even like tries to open anything like that. But I feel like wherever I work, I <clears throat> I see people from where I live come down there sometimes, and they all like it, you know. So it's like it's just someone needs to try you know it's like you can't be in a bougie neighborhood right away but it's like you just gotta yeah, put start, it out there yeah. you know i think because i'm i've just gotten tired of just like working and like, oh, i could see you i could see you, know, you definitely like, rocking your own place because yeah. you go you go hard as fuck you yeah. know you know everything it's like yeah i, I mean, feel like i have a good eye for like people you know like who to like bring in to help and like who to like promote to you know but you know i'd love to get my own business someday it's just all a matter of like making a plan and then following the steps to get there you know it's just got to get it down on paper and do it you know yeah. but that's like the next goal for sure been trying to convince my girlfriend to get on the same page you guys could, but you guys she, has, rock like, it she has a good job and she likes her job, you know, it's just, well, I gotta, I gotta show her that it's like, I'm actually going to do this and she'll be on board, you know, just do you know what kind a, of concept you want to go all talk. Uh, I'm not really sure yet. Yeah. But well, yeah, like if, if I was going to open like a, just a straight restaurant, I would get the, like the smallest brick and mortar spot possible. Yeah. And just focus on, um, and have a couple, have an area with a couple small tables. Yeah. Like kind of exclusive maybe vibe or like regulars, but really just cranking out like to-goes and stuff kind of yeah, COVID style. Yeah, that's like such a big part of it now, you know, it's the to-go. It sucks, dude. As someone who's like a bartender and yeah, a server, it's so that. annoying. <laughs> I feel that, The other bro. day, it's like these, these people ordered like 16 items to-go or something and like, the ladies like waiting there for it for like an hour the delivery person and it's like the restaurant is busy and i have a big party and it's like damn dude these people didn't give me a shit for a tip you know it's like yeah because the kitchen got crashed by like a giant to-go order and their food fucking took forever you know it's like well it, and so it's like it's you have to like as a new restaurant you have to like 
be pre-focused as to go being part of your your thing, you know? Because so Especially many with people COVID order food happened. now for delivery, you yeah. know? Yeah, I, that's what I, I would build my business focused around that for sure. Yeah. They have this spot by my house that runs like a hundred concepts out of a building. And like, it's like a giant kitchen and there's different stoves and stuff. And they run like at least a hundred menus out of there. So you could kind of rent it. So it's kind of like a co-working space for restaurants. Yeah, it's like tiers. a co-op, like the crack, you've heard of Cracker Barrel, right? Yeah. They have a spot there. That's like a big corporate place. It's called Cracker Barrel Kitchen. They don't even have so you Cracker could... Barrel here, Okay. you know, around here, but you can order it to go out of there. And then, like, they have random places, like, this one place is called, like, fucking Grilled Cheese Heaven, and they have all these weird grilled cheeses, like, 20 grilled cheeses, and they have just all these different weird names, so if people search for something, it'll pop up, but they're all running them out of that place, you know? So, so are they serving? Can you go as a customer by there, or is it more you can distributed pick up out of there. there? Like, you can order off a of DoorDash to pick up there. If you walked in there, I have never even walked in, but you could probably walk in and just order So it's like food. a food court, almost. Kinda, yeah. It's like a hub for DoorDash, and it's right near the freeway, sure. you know? And most of the places there are only on DoorDash, you know? So, like, that's, like... That's the future of like restaurants. They're gonna have a separate commissary kitchen where they run all their to-go's out of. That's what they should have, because yeah. then it won't, it doesn't crash your other restaurant, and you can use your commissary kitchen to like prep for your local restaurants and do like prep out of there and stuff, you know. And then you run like half your menu, like the most popular items for delivery only out of there, you know. That's like the way to go for sure. Uh, door, dude like even when i've gone out lately to like i got lunch yesterday like hearing the door dash, every time i go out you just hear that ding 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 the DoorDash thing oh i hate it it's you I, know, I just want to traumatizing it trash bro. it's like that thing rings and then if you don't like hit the button the phone starts ringing oh dude that they start calling so the restaurant i'm like yeah it's like and then you have like the drivers come and they're like oh dude is this shit fucking ready oh it's not even you didn't even put it in oh fuck i'm like dude i don't fucking care man <laughs> you know you're not giving me shit you know you want some water I'm like, oh, no no it's okay i'm like okay man well then fuck off <laughs> the funniest if was you don't the... want to wait then just click decline order and well, move well, that's on why postmates was always so stupid to me was that they wouldn't order till they got there Oh, really? I don't know if they still do that. Yeah. But what they used to do, because DoorDash has it. That's probably why they're the most popular is DoorDash has it is the easiest. DoorDash yeah, is like the, I don't know. I've been on both sides. I use DoorDash like every week, like a few times a week. And then there's Grubhub and Uber Eats. I've never used those that much. But like whenever someone gets a Grubhub for my job, it's like half the time, like no one will like show up to get it or like. They just, it gets fucked up all the time through Grubhub somehow. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. And well, when you were saying that before about like just the, the picking up, what's going to be if somebody's probably already working on is basically like the, um, or like once DoorDash can add the feature of, you know, how they can pick up booze for you now? Or yeah. Like GoPuff. They, they should be when, able to once, pick up weed yeah, too. Once yeah. Once that's added on there, bro. Yeah. But I, that's going to add a whole other element because you know how long it can take. Dispensaries are so hit or miss. Like I've been in dispensaries where I'm in and out in 20, like, or a minute. Right. And then I've been also in dispensaries where I've been stuck in there for like 45. Like, well, duh. that's why it's got to be interconnected with the, the, the DoorDash. Yeah, you just know? have They have to like, they'll have to like do it themselves kind of. 
kind of like these hubs for DoorDash because they like to do those double orders, you know, and they when you're running a hundred different concepts out of one building, like imagine how many double orders they get. It's like, oh, cool, this thing's right here, sure, you know? Yeah. Do you ever do cannabis delivery at all? Uh, sometimes. We have, there's one called like High Tide or something that's near our house. We'd, we've ordered from them a few times when, you know, we're just wanting to like get something really good and okay the good local guys not around you know nice i've, I've heard of that uh high tide i know where uh koan was in the 99 high tide in Malibu. yeah they have this they have these there you know so we've tried a couple of these flavors from cbx yeah they're cool they have like their own house brand and stuff like that but it's it's fucking a ripoff it's just so expensive you know it adds up bro yeah. like you know who's um made so that you don't need to have a subscription anymore that um we're going to be doing some more business with too is um nug club yeah i've heard so of they, that. Used, they used to have to you have to have a subscription to get the deal now i think he's he's i think he told me it had to be three days out or 36 hours in advance i forget but you can see they, they have some pretty serious discounts you can on just there buy like an a la carte like box or something. yeah and yeah. then just with some notice they'll bring it to you yeah. um but yeah bro it adds up but yeah it's like that's where like going to all these shops like i'll just run into good deals and like that and i spend too much money though doing that I'm like oh fuck it's hard to pass up this fucking free yeah, shit. i wish they had a shop where you could go and just get like locally grown like really good like, small batch like everything cannabis you know and it's like uh it was grown this way you know like outdoor in fucking long beach or you know whatever you know but it like you could see where it came from and just get some like really different unique type shit instead of like giant batches that are like broke down into eighths it's sit there for months you know like I yeah know. i was talking to um i was at that woods lounge yesterday and i was talking to the um girl who was giving me or making me my drink and she was from colorado spacing on her name right now but she was saying that they still like the just the differences you know of doing the old school jars still and stuff like that yeah and, I, and then uh we're the other person that was right there oh i kind of miss that sometimes rolling in and i know the trap shops still do it but like the yeah that's it's just better like that who wants to buy it i like all the packaging and stuff it like looks cool but it's it so much more like environmental candy, friendly but it's though. like it's like you don't know what you're gonna get until you walk out of there you know yeah because yeah because they're gonna put the best probably they're gonna put the best nog on display right well, that's how they used to do it at one place. They'd have, like, one nug on display, and then they'd shoot you, like, some jars through the window. But that's usually, that's like, what it is at most places. Most of the places, it would just be like, yeah, I hate that now. But you can't even, like, I don't know. They have, like, the nug and, like, a fucking salt shaker thing so you can smell it through the top. I just, I want, I want to see, like, a bunch of the weed, not just one bud, you know? Yeah, because it could be deceiving. It could have been a prime batch, and you're getting a different batch. You just get a better look like it, at it. Could, it you know? Well, it could it could literally be a whole different batch too. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Because they'd send it all together, but still, it could be the peak. They could send like the sample. Like, dude, I was talking. I forget. I don't even want to say where it was or the buyer, but this buyer, I was kicking it and talking to him when I was I dropped by, and somebody gave him these samples of flower, bro. Mm -hmm. This was like the most bunk smelling shit. I've, it didn't even smell like weed, dude. I was like, what they is should this? have like a flower rating system. You know how they have like those like wine enthusiast things. I'm like, this is a 91 point wine from this, you know? 
They should fucking have that for weed too, and they should put it on the jars and have like a some standard thing. There's like people out there that are like, yeah, I'm a fucking weed sommelier. I know there's some guy like yeah, that. Yeah, somebody he's started like, this that. This is yeah. how you smell it. You gotta do like a small sniff and then like a bigger sniff, and then you just gotta like do a super sniff, and that's how you need to <laughs> smell it. And they need to like train people to smell the weed and test for the texture and just fucking dude give that bitch a rating be like this is fucking some 75 weed it's pretty good you know like uh, this is this weed is a 90 uh, plus have you flower. seen uh, <laughs> have you seen the but i guess it's Inspector like to Ganja each I've their had own on here. yeah i've seen him yeah i like his rating scale he does some cool shit i forgot about his rating um scale. He, he just has like different he like breaks it down on a bunch of different levels like um Let's yeah, see. I don't know. I feel like that would be helpful to the consumer. Just I'm like, dude, is this gonna be some real fucking fire, or is it just like pretty good? Yeah. Because let's see what he does here. So he, speaking of, okay, so like speaking of CBX, he's like supreme cream. So he's like overall experience. Um, wait, so okay, so he's like talks about the aroma. He has a whole list about the aroma. Talks about the ash, bud structure, duration, his effects, flavors, the penny pinchers tests, um, and then he goes to bud structure, 10 out of 10, aroma, 9 out of 10, flavor, 8.75 out of 10, smoke, 9.5 out of 10, effect, 9 out of 10. And, but he has all this other info bef way before that. Yeah. Like, he, he he's pretty in-depth. I was like, oh, that's dope, dude. He goes, that, and that's like, I respected that a lot, and that, like, was dope to have him on and kick it, um, talk about it, because, like... I did a couple flower like reviews back in the day when I first did my channel, but like, I like most stuff. Like, I'm not like, a, like I'm a connoisseur in a way, but it's hard for me to give stuff like a hardcore rating like that and dive that. It, I guess I wasn't going near as deep as him is what I'm trying yeah. to say. I'd be like, oh, I like this. Well, I feel good. that there's like a level, like uh, if you go too deep, you're just gonna like lose a lot of people. But if like you could put a number on flower, that's why he does you it know besides nice. the price because like the price is like fucking deceiving sometimes you might get some bomb shit for a better price or well like you know yeah. like or even stuff like um seth rogan's houseplant selling for like 76 dollars an eighth yeah grown from what i hear or what i think it might even say it on the packaging i haven't bought it but it's it's grown by thc design to my knowledge you can go buy a THC design fire eighth for like forty five fifty. Yeah. So it's like, so there's that happens a lot. You know these uh, the, like the like or like the Soldier Exotics, who's grown by like Grizzly Peak, or like a lot of these celebrity brands. Being a celebrity brand, tack on that additional ten twenty dollars yeah. tax when it's literally the same quality product. I mean, uh, and that's happened uh, throughout. Well, that shit is uh, that's like, happened on I don't know. It's fucking weird. They don't have, like, celebrity brand strawberries or bananas and shit, you know? Like, I guess they do. And I weed, it's, like, kind of, like, just bit. some produce, you know? It's, like... But nobody's really crushed, like... There hasn't been anybody who's really killed the celebrity cannabis, in my opinion. I think probably the best that's happened is probably... K Khalifa Kush is decent. Like, it, it's for, like, holding standing power. Yeah. House plan's pretty good. I, I like what House Plan's done with their non cannabis stuff, selling a lot of other merchandise and shit for your house, like weed accessories. But like, because I'll, I'll ask people all the time, like, what's like, I'll talk about celebrity brands or whatnot. And most pe bud tenders, especially, yeah, it's just like hype and whatnot. 
Yeah. But it's like, can you think? Uh, that of, can you cookies think? brand seems like oh, the, the most Gary's successful. Pa- the, the, brand. the Gary Payton. Yeah, they have Gary Payton. They have heard... Wiz Khalifa. They have like Burners, the fucking owner, or yeah, whatever. The... You know, like I guess the, if you like, put them to the you side, you see their shirts on the street. You yeah, see people wearing done, it. Yeah. You see people wearing cookies hats. They're international. Like, do they even smoke weed? I don't even know. They're just might be wearing the shirt. You know, like yeah, and they're like international. Yeah. So so I guess guess to your point, if you put cookies aside with some of those collabs, like it's just like I don't think I don't think people think it has as much staying power. But I haven't seen anybody put. I think the thing that's worked kind of for Wiz favor is he's rapped about it so much and talked about it more than a lot of other celebrities. Oh, I guess Chong. I think you know you know who's the best. I think. Um, who's probably done the best, or in, in my opinion, of at like staying within the culture is um, Jay and Silent Bob, bro, with their products because they'll 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 still go to dispensaries, bro, and do meet oh, okay. they'll do meet and greets at like big dispensaries, smaller dispensaries. They'll run deals on even, their. I didn't even know they had yeah, product. Yeah, yeah, they have like their um, Moon Rocks. They got oh, okay. some other um, pre rolls and stuff too. Like I honestly haven't smoked their stuff, right? But I've talked to bud tenders and I've seen them on social media, like, and they do the same thing with their movies. They you know they tour the nation mm-hmm. and have their fans show up. Like they're still in the trenches, like going to dispensaries doing shit. Like that's cool. So I, and Tommy Chong's done a, you know, his products are pretty have a decent following, but yeah, there's no there's no like, like the brands like Wild Gummies and like Stizzy Vapes, like there's no celebrity brand that's like that, you know, pop yeah. that I can think of. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know what cele- celebrity brand I would want to buy, <clears throat> like because because I, who would be a funny one? Who would be a funny celebrity to have a, like a, fucking, Jim Carrey weed? Yeah. <laughs> or some random person that you would never think like adam sandler or some shit yeah you know? i don't know well th- that's the thing is so many you see this p diddy acquiring like this cresco deal i need to read more into it but he basically he acquired this like multi-state operator for like 180 mil 150 oh, okay. mil or some crazy shit yeah but they own a lot of brands like you're saying they've acquired a lot of other brands under under their name yeah so I'm curious to see how that goes. You see the Circle K shit? No. Yeah. Um, starting next year in Florida, there should this fucking headphone. Um, starting next year in Florida, they're um, supposedly going to be selling weed out of Circle K gas stations. Oh, weird. Yeah. That's what I thought legal weed would look like. It would be like at the store and stuff. Yeah. yeah like I guess it's like that in Canada. Oh, but I ran into this guy who lived in Canada the other day that nobody's told me before. Uh, so I don't know how true this is. This was this week at a dispensary. He's like, yeah, I'm tr-. he's like, I'm visiting from Canada, but he's like, Canada shit sucks. He's like, they have all these laws even with their food with like bacteria that they like put it under all these lights and shit to kill anything. Oh, really? He's like, so they do that to their bud and it's all dry and shit. I'm like, oh, so like, I don't know if that's 100% true. He just told me that. Oh, okay. So I might want to fact check that anybody, but it's like, um, it was interesting. Yeah, I bet there's a lot of shitty weed in Canada. They're always they're like, you've never heard of like uh, beasters. Yeah, you know, that's where it started, right? I the, guess the beaster name from. Um... Uh, but like, uh, there's good weed everywhere now. That's what. I, well, that's what I've always thought. Like, there's always somebody who can grow. Like, if you have good, if you can grow it, you can grow good shit anyway. Yeah. Did I don't know if you saw that or we talked about the episode of those guys I had on from Tennessee Flow Gardens. I think I heard it. They yeah. grow um just see they grow they won uh Emerald first place in the I think it was the Emerald Cup for oh, okay. um for the C B D alternative C B D flower. Oh that's cool. But they gave me some. I don't know if I have any more. Um but they sent me some of the jars, but it's pretty crazy. It looks like regular nugs and whatnot, you know, yeah. just being a C B D flower. But it, what blew my mind the most is that's happening in Tennessee. 
Yeah. You know, it's not THC, but like the structures there, there's still some THC prevalent in the nug, but it's like, that was just kind of mind blowing to me that they're growing that shit in Tennessee. Yeah, there's a lot of farmland out there. So it's like, it seems like a natural place to, to grow, you know? Yeah. Oklahoma's big too, I guess. Oklahoma's been, uh, I've been hearing some things about them too. Yeah, they, they expanded really quick. I know a guy I had on Smokelahoma TV on the podcast opened his own lounge a while back. I need to have him back on and see how things are going. Okay. But it's pretty reasonable to get set up there. Like, you know, open a lounge. Some states have made it easier. Yeah, that seemed like, from what I heard from people, Oklahoma was like the state making it like the most easy to uh, do it for like normal people, you know, and you don't have to be a millionaire to get into that there. Yeah, which is great. Which is also probably going to be the same thing that's kind of happening here, I think, where there's so there's too there'll be too much like retail. Yeah. Because like I almost feel like like it's so competitive, you know, like like you're saying like or you go to places and even like up I think it might have been Lompoc or something where there's like little pockets of the where the legislation says there can be dispensaries. Mm -hmm. There's literally like ten dispensaries within like a mile radius. Yeah. You know, it's like when it's like that, it's like, dude, that's so ultra competitive. Like, that's like, we're just the amount of licenses in general. But it's survival of the fittest, I guess. That's the American way, right? Yeah, only some of them will last, you know? It's like, that's how the valley used to be on Ventura Boulevard in like a two mile radius. There was like probably like 50 shops, you know? Just like everywhere. Like Starbucks, you know? It's nuts, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they keep popping up, dude. Yeah. They change names a lot, too ownership and licensing and stuff and but it's crazy dude how many there are and still popping yeah they which close is great. down they open back up but that's why it's like the, that's why it's so fucked up too in california like like this redondo thing okay you can only have two there but there's so many other counties that don't allow any yeah so it's like dude why isn't california fully open like I, it would be it would be so frustrating like which bro. two stores are gonna open then i don't know uh-huh. so i'll do more, we need to do more research but whoever has those I bet it's going to go to the highest bidder, right? Or the best connection. Or like you said, somebody that's in the city. But I've seen this guy, um, Elliot. I forget his last name right now, but I follow him on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. He owns the Catalyst Cannabis Shops. Oh, okay. But he he's he was going against – he was, like, going hard on ha- having this thing. Like, I would see him post videos about, like, walking around getting signatures for this because there was another, like, councilman or something, Redondo, who was super against it. So I kind of saw some of that, like his videos on the back end of like them fighting to get this Redondo and whatnot. So maybe, maybe he'll maybe end up getting. Maybe they're gonna try and yeah, get maybe one of the shops. Hopefully, for all the hard work I saw him put in, he can get one. Um, but yeah, I'd be dude. It'd be fucking crazy to live. I didn't even think about that before. You're living in a county in California where there's no dispensaries. Like you can't even get legal weed if you wanted to. Yeah. You I can still have a home grow, but it'd be just a trip. Like, dude, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't get any like around my city. I have to like drive to like the next city over to like. There's no. Dude, I used to drive to from Torrance. I used to when I first moved out here. I used to drive to Green Goddess. Was the only one I go to, because they would take out of state uh, IDs. Right. Yeah, I definitely sold some hash to Green Goddess back in the day, in uh, Venice lost. Beach. Yeah, right? that's, uh, yeah. 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 Some early shatter. Yeah, you, it was called dude, you amber. Miss it was those called days, like bro. amber glass or some shit. It's like before shot. It was yeah. like the first shatter I've ever seen. They were like, "What the fuck is this stuff, dude?" dude that's fucking <laughs> old school, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's see. That's I just 
and it'll be interesting. Hopefully, it can become that, like we're saying with Oklahoma, just less barrier to entry, mm-hmm. because it's like, dude, it's like, you know, so many people who really are passionate about the plant just don't have access to do. They can go work for somebody or do what they want, but like to have access to, you know, kind of. Oh, I guess you could low key illegally do anything you want, but it's like to have like, like it'd be cool if I could easily get a license to sell like edibles. You know, it didn't cost me. Yeah, or just have like a micro. Yeah, like a micro business where I don't farm the table grow thing. Yeah, where you grow it in the back and you sell it out the front and you have like a little restaurant bar type thing. Yeah, and I think I might have mentioned it before, but I looked in there was this. I don't know if it's open yet, but there's like a co-working space that you can manufacture. It's like a cannabis kitchen. Oh, okay. So it basically cuts down the cost for you, but it's still like expensive, like eighty thousand at the end of the year. Yeah, I think there's like sixteen or twelve different mic business models you can buy the license for like nursery cooking I'm ch- know, i think i don't delivery service what would you I, I don't know if i was gonna buy a license right now i don't know what i would buy like like if i was really like if i had the money to pull the trigger on it because yeah. i'd be like i would probably go delivery i don't know i i I, it would probably have to be that. I'd like probably go the lounge. Thing, I might. You know? I'd probably but go. That's actually, probably like one of the most expensive. I might licenses. go manufacturing, maybe, because yeah. manufacturing is only going to keep needing to expand for all these consumer packaged goods and everything. Yeah, I don't know, but there, that's the thing. It's and that's props to anybody you know who's doing it and you know taking risks. Because dude, like, it's stressful not knowing like the laws changing like this. Like you never know. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're fucking paying all this tax. Like, shit. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. And the bigger you get, the more uh, complicated it gets. You know, it's hard. Yeah. it's And then that's the fun part to me, too. It's such a fun industry. And it's crazy thinking back that, you you know, you had that experience to, like, when it was, like, how long, what year was that when you were, like, able to roll into a shop and, like, sell your homegrown? That was, I'm trying to think, like probably like 15 years ago, in like 05, you know? And when the vibe rolled, like, what was the vibe like when you rolled in front? You just be like, yo, I got some good shit. Like, you I would just out? like call places. I had like a list of all the places and I would call and try and set up appointments with them. You know, and then the ones where I couldn't get a hold of anyone and I would just, like, walk in. I only had one place where they're like, oh, you can't bring that in here, you know? Like, so, yeah, you were doing a, yeah, was, Only you were one doing place tripped out on right? it. Every other place I brought that stuff to, they most most of them all got some, you know? And, uh, yeah, they liked it. It was on the menu. You'd go in, your shit would be on the menu. That and, must feel good. But, like, the weird part is, is, like, you'd call it one thing and every place would call it something different on their menu, you know? Well, and that's why when I was in Kansas and Jersey, I I never paid much credence to the strains. Yeah. I would always just say I'm getting good shit because I don't even trust it's whatever your green crack or whatever you're saying it is. Um, But, um, yeah. Yeah, we had, like, like BHO, it was, like, hash oil you know we had some stuff called marble hash that were like little black balls that he where were you making this my friend would make it at his fucking house you know yeah he would make it at his house or he would make it at this other guy's house that he knew like who lived near magic mountain somewhere 
but that guy has sold to like tons of the shops and he got connected with him but eventually the, that those guys relationship like fell apart you know and then he didn't have enough access to stuff to make hash with and it just fell apart because we had accounts that wanted more and it'd be like oh well we only have this many grams and they wanted more and everything would be sold pre-packaged you know and like jarred up for them it was cool we used to keep them in baseball card boxes all the little grams and stuff oh shit like the wax boxes nah like those little like ones you would keep like 800 cards in. oh yeah yeah, just like all stacked up in little containers and then you know some most shops were on consignment or something so they'd like you drop it off and then they'd like pay you in a couple days did you, did you find that did you have trouble collecting payment ever no isn't it uh, it would take like three days and they'd call you and they'd give you the cash or some sh- places would just pay you right away when you brought it it's crazy it what it chill. like we is. would have been dude if he didn't like fucking blow that relationship we could would have been still like in the thing because we were one of the legacy on, we brands early on you yeah you, you could be one of the legacy it was way before dabbing well, what did you was, call like, your brand popular at all it didn't even have a name it, yeah, wasn't, we didn't, it wasn't like a brand name there was no brands but it would have been i'm sure like, yeah have there wasn't brand names back then there was no brands yeah there was no such thing as like a cannabis brand then because it was all fucking yeah. like medical, you know. Yeah, that's a trip it was to think like about. When it was all medical. They're like, I never saw a brand. Do you, do you remember seeing the first flower brand that you heard of or saw anywhere? Um, no, I don't know. I, I remember, remember like uh, I'm trying to think of the Oxy first one I bought or some shit was one of the early brands. They just got like, acquired by High Times. Okay, like they were one of the first like brand names that i would see in the shop that i went to of like wax and shit and then there was like heavy hitters most of the brands started coming out with pens first you know before you would see like brand name flower you'd see brand name wax and stuff you know but the flower was mostly grown by the shops like own grows and stuff but it wasn't like branded now everyone has their brand name, illegal or not, you know? Like, if there's everyone's a brand, you know? Yeah. That's, yeah, like, it's, the it, world now. Yeah, I was about to say, it's crazy just yeah. in general. Like, yeah, it's like everyone's you gotta, got their own brand, like yeah. Kinda, yeah, it's like, and it's pushed so hard. It's like, and if you don't, you're kind of like, yeah, what somebody's are got you? a leg. Oh, so, you're uh, not a brand? You're not, what are you then? You well, know? yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> somebody might even have, like, in terms of, like, a job or something else somebody who has a more establishment could have potentially have a leg up if if not yeah but that's where i need to i don't really i need to work on like my personal brand more i need to do more business content on linkedin and stuff yeah but you know goals goals and i, I do need to step up to linkedin because I, I really do enjoy the content on linkedin and interacting when i do okay because basically everybody i follow is a cannabis so i right. like to see a lot of good articles pop up a lot of good people you know just people talking about shit that keeps me educated it's way better than me my instagram was pretty cool because i followed all instagram people too yeah. i mean all cannabis people too but yeah it's i'm not looking at like but still i prefer linkedin it's more educational for me and more I, I get a lot more from that but you know it takes time but that's where it's like at the same time i've seen my buddy um i've seen my buddy mike putting out a bunch of shorts it's like you could take that same short and put it on youtube now with youtube shorts tiktok and instagram Oh, okay. But that's where it's like, I, I just want to hire somebody because I don't really want to do it all. Even yeah. though I probably will, but like with all these videos, I have like 
400 videos or something, including podcasts, like just to take clips out of and just do that. Cause there's so much, there's so much good content that I could clip out and reutilize. It just takes so much time. Right. It's just crazy knowing it lives well, that's out. like you can probably hire someone for cheap, someone young to like help you with that. That's, that's just getting thinking. started with it. Cause like a lot of these people I know, it's like, like, oh yeah, dude, I got like uh, 3 million views on my TikTok thing. I'm like, really? Wow. <laughs> like, and they're just like some fucking dude, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah, like, like it's, it's, you can uh, blow up on that. You know, I'm not really on, I'm not on that, but. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's always been a people are really into that shit. Yeah, you know? for real. It's it's crazy, man. The, it's nice not doing it too. Like, and I realized too, dude. Even watching movies, bro. Like, I'll put not put my phone next to me lately if I'm watching a movie because I would even when I'm watching a movie look at my phone. I'm like, what am I doing, dude? Like, yeah, it's like an addiction. It's just like it's a like habit, a, like it's a. a motor thing yeah, you know no, it's, it's like, like uh your finger needs to be swiping or something <laughs> any little stimulation yeah you, i was peeping this making sure it's on yeah we're good yeah i want to go to the movies i want to see that new movie called violent night oh i want to see that you know what? it's so funny i haven't uh, wanted to see a movie in a while but i saw it on the side i think of the it'll bus. i think it'll stream before christmas i think so i'm hoping i actually so. want to go to the movie so yeah. i haven't been forever i want to see the glass onion I haven't heard of that yet. It's, it's like a, it's kind of like the House of Knives. It's like a Daniel, a, a Daniel Craig. A, oh, okay. Um, Ed, Edward Norton's in it. There's, a, it's a really good cast. Batista, I think. Um, but it's kind of like a mystery style. Okay. Um, but I do want to see The Violent Night because. Yeah, I saw the preview and I was like, "What the hell is this gonna be?" You know, and I was like, "Oh, that's fucking what an idea." <laughs> yeah, it looks trippy. I can't. Yeah, the last movie I saw in the theaters was actually the new Batman. I mean, it's not that new now, but yeah, it's been a minute. It's hard for me to justify sometimes to go to the, I, I love the theater, but at the same time, it's kind of nice chilling at home, watching, yeah. watching a movie, even if I buy rent it on here, but there's certain movies like I'm, I want to see Avatar in the theaters for sure. Yeah, my girlfriend wants to see that one. I I saw the first one. I remember. Well, it's like been so long. It's going to have to break all the records that he already broke, right? Yeah. Like it's been like, and that's why that guy's like a, it's like a pretty genius thing how long it's taken. Like, I guess they wanted like, uh, the movie theater technology to match up with their movie more, you know? Yeah. So it's like how long 3d is probably way better than it was back then. Yeah. And stuff like that. It's going to be like the trailer didn't look that great to me, to be honest. Yeah. But I'm like, dude, it looks cool. Like it's going to be trippy. I'm in like just take some edibles and watch this shit maybe take some mushrooms or something nice yeah i need to get some more dude it's nice taking those mushrooms bro i haven't taken mushrooms in a while me neither some guy gave me some though at my job i met this guy and they all had like weed shirts on from some like shop and stuff and i was like oh you guys are in the the business and we were talking and I told him that I grow some, and then he's like, hey, you want some of these? And he gave me this bag of, like, pills. I'm like, I thought he was giving me some weed stuff or something, but then I fucking cracked one open, and they're, like, ground-up uh, shrooms in there. How many did he give you, like, a fat bag or is it a couple? Uh, I think there was, like, ten, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Word. Yeah. Yeah, I've been, I've talked to, I haven't been to a trap shop in a while, or I ran into one the other day, if I just, like, on a random, like, sales, because I'm not going to try to sell here, 
um, but um, I've heard that there's a lot of more like mushroom chocolate bars popping around. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, oh, shit, maybe I need to check some of these out. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. I need to, yeah, I'm going to pop by some of these. Yeah, the shit. mushrooms are going to be legal sooner than later, for sure. I was thinking that the other day, too. I'm like, dude, that, it's, it's the next thing, right? Because it is... They had you know, legalized the research in, uh, like, Washington for it or something like that. So there are – I don't know. I know, like, the one guy I know that's in the cannabis industry that I grew up with, he's already, like – he's already got his hands in that. And, like, as soon as it goes, they'll be, they'll be selling those too. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, people like them, and they're supposed to actually be, like, good for you in small amounts and stuff, you know? Yeah, so. the microdosing has been hot for the past couple of years, I feel like. Just drugs in general. I think people, you know, like, you got all these, like, famous people, like, fucking taking drugs on podcasts and shit. Yeah. You know? It's yeah, like, you got Aaron Rodgers being like, oh, yeah, did uh, some ayahuasca this summer. Oh, is that, yeah. What's going on with him? Because I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, he came out and said he did some experimenting with that, and it, like, opened up his mind, and now he's pretty much had his worst season ever. It didn't work. It fucking didn't work, man. So is, is, is he kind <laughs> no, of... No, I'm just kidding. Like, no, he is having his worst <laughs> season ever, I would say, but it's he's getting older, and his team's not as good. I don't think it has anything to do with that, but, yeah. You know who's brand- I haven't smoked his stuff, but who's done pretty cool branding is Ricky Williams with his Heisman brand. Oh, okay. I I knew he was in the weed game, but I haven't. You don't like no, all this stuff is so like. There's so many brands that all of them are like so small. They only have such a far reach, you know. So it's like I only see what's on my radar, you know. But if I go somewhere else, it's like oh, the Ricky Williams brand. That's the fucking. This is what we have around here, you know? I feel like a few brands have, like, uh, their hands on, like, this local market for the most part, and that's, like, the stuff that's more visible, you know? You're saying, like, the, like the local will sell better than... Uh... No, it's just, like, I feel like there's so many cannabis brands, but it's, if you look at, like, all the shops, like, around your area, they mostly all have the same fucking shit, Yeah, you know? yeah that's true. Yeah. Because... Uh, Part of that too is because people probably come in from other shops. Like, do you have X, Y, Z? And they're like, no, we should probably carry that one because our competition's carrying it. Exactly, yeah. and like they have like local sales reps, you know. And it's like, all right, well, I'm done. I sold this area. We sold all our product for this harvest, you know. So it's like they only are gonna go as far as they have to go to like sell all the shit too, you know. Yeah, and I've well, I've I've gotten that. Um, in the past two selling into the beverages I've worked for is like, I've had people tell me I'm only, I only buy top 10 brands. I only buy top 20 brands. Oh, okay. So like, which I appreciate. I always appreciate somebody saying they don't want to fuck with me instead of just ignoring or like just pu- pushing me off, you know? Yeah. So I get it too. Like I, I don't have any hate for that either. You know, yeah, it's probably going to sell. you're selling like the bagged weed, it's like, if it doesn't have brand recognition, it's like, how are you going to sell it? You know, people... it's gotta be great price point. Yeah. Or you have to have a good relationship with the vendor and be like, oh, well, all right, if you sell, whoever sells the most of our weed gets fucking free concert tickets or gets some free bud or free brand 
shirts and fucking shit like that you know that's, that's, that's what i've been, that's that's like what I've been working way, on right you know? now is those incentives that's like, what i used to like s- like sell shoes and stuff as a kid that's what got me to sell stuff like nike wouldn't do shit because they were the brands but reebok would have come guys come in and like be like oh yeah this is all about reeboks this is that and uh yeah if you sell the most reeboks you get some free laker tickets you know yeah yeah so they would just like incentivize you to like sell their products same with like budweiser and all these bigger companies like that's what that's if you have a large account with budweiser if you're like a big business you're gonna get some free perks from them you know yeah you can get get in their suite at sofi for free a couple times a year or whatever like yeah you you gotta take care of your vendors especially like a new brand or else it's like you know unless your flowers like better than everyone else but it's all like i would say it's across the board though too with with any brand yeah uh, more than flower because we're you know any brand has to yeah that's like part of it people some brands and like sales people just don't get that like i'll see like the beer reps come in and the ones that like want to talk to me as like a bartender or give me a beer it's like when we get that shit on tap i'm gonna be more likely to recommend that beer but if you don't even like you don't even pay attention to me when we get your beer i'm I'm not going to offer it to, like, anyone. Yeah, well, that, well, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm just going to offer the people, like, products that I like and that have, like, been cool to me, you know, when it comes to, like, having vendor relations with the the people who sell your products, you know? Yeah, and, like, just even, like, you're saying, and to that point of, like, the sample thing, like, back in the bar, t- back just um, with alcohol, you know, bartending is, like, when to your point if somebody come in or even if they would take the time to do like a training like that um, yeah like the guy that remy martin rep would do he was pretty good at that yeah then he would do competitions too but it's like dude like and i hear that from bud tenders all the time and sometimes it's hard because they rotate so much and it takes a little while maybe to send them samples through metric or whatever yeah but it's like how to your point how are you going to sell something or you can sell it but it's like are you really going to even try and are you going to be able to if you've never tried it right yeah, it's like in that fans. business, I feel like when I go to a cannabis store, I feel like no one's ever trying to sell me anything. I just feel like they're like, this is what we have. No one's ever like pushed a product to me ever. Really? It's yeah. Uh, that's, so it's that's like, what I that's so I get that like as a drink brand, I feel like, dude, it's like that shit's got to be fucking impossible because no one's ever been like, hey, you want to fucking get one of these drinks they're really good well that's why i do literally everybody when i'm in these dispensaries for two three hours a clip Mm -hmm. i literally try to talk to everybody yeah and i push in the drinks and a lot of times you'll get no i only smoke flour bro oh i don't do edibles they hit me too hard or i don't feel them Mm -hmm. like three of the most common things but i always have like rebuttals to everything you know i'm like well you know if you want to venture out try it or like it's like right now for the holidays it's cool like if you actually bring this to a holiday party it's a cool vibe you yeah. know instead of alcohol bring these this year or some shit right so then people who said no it like plants i'm, I'm a big fan of planting the seed for people for no for people that say no yeah you have to yeah or else you gotta okay, start too. you have to start somewhere you have to give them yeah. the idea of why they would want that shit yeah, that's you know? a, like, yeah with like a new thing where you're trying to get someone to like change the way they consume it you know it's like trying to sell a beer drinker a cocktail or vice versa you know yeah well and that's that's a relation i'll make with people too is like in terms of any cannabis product i can be related to like 
say it's a flower or a drink somebody likes. Yeah. It's like it's impossible, like to your point, to sell some guy who's been drinking Jack Daniels for forty years. It's almost impossible to sell him on like Woodford Reserve, even if it's a better price point. Yeah, just give me my Jack and Coke, buddy. Right. If if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like yeah. So it's like it's funny. There's people yeah. like that that just so locked in. Yeah. And I, and I run into them pretty often, and they just most of them are polite, but sometimes people will be like. You know, and it's a time of day too. I've experimented with different times of day. I don't like doing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Don't like pushing in the morning. People aren't ready for it. <laughs> I, I feel like your morning cannabis buyers are like, they're just like, they're like, me. they're just, they know what they're going to get. Yeah. yeah. My, yeah, four to seven's been my favorite time lately. It's, okay. it's not like the most ideal time for my personal schedule, but I feel like you're going to get the most bendable consumers at that time. You know, like we're getting off of work. We're going to get weed for the weekend. The guy who's getting weed on a Monday at 11 a.m. smokes weed every day probably. And, like, (laughs) they know to come then because it's not as busy at the shop and shit like that. You know, (laughs) like. For real. Yeah. Dude, one of these shops that I go to often, Atrium in Woodland Hills, I think they open at 6 a.m., bro. That's crazy. I think there's a people's down here dispensary that opens at seven, I think, maybe six. Maybe yep. they're next to like a giant gym and yeah, people, people like buy their weed after like, the gym or something. I think a lot of people going to work or maybe taking their kids home from school and shit. Um, oh, okay. You know you know who came in the uh this week when I was at Atrium was um Tommy Lee. I didn't even like I didn't know until somebody told me when like, Oh, okay. that was Tommy Lee. I was like, Oh really? That's cool. That's funny. Yeah. My girlfriend, uh, they had a Motley crew at SoFi. She pl- she sent me a video. She was like, do you guys want to see my cock? And he fucking pulled a dog out of his pants, like a fucking poodle or something. <laughs> Dude, I, I was like, oh, what did you send me? You know? Oh, shit. That's pretty funny, yeah. dude. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that's funny. I've, have you seen that Pam and Tommy show? No. Pretty funny with the Seth Rogen. And, uh, it's no. good. It, it's 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 worth a watch. It's worth a watch for a laugh. I heard. I don't know if it's true. I didn't look that that Lakers show that was on HBO, mm-hmm. which I thought was funny. I love John C. Riley, but I heard they took it off completely. So no, that can, sucks. They, they should course. they should put a season two because they were trying. They were some people were trying to like sue them. Yeah, that's what I heard. Like, I don't. I didn't check. They like See, a lot misportrayed of shit I, yeah, their character. That's what I heard. Like yeah. I'm sure Jerry West didn't like all his grandkids seeing him fucking drop an f bomb every thirty seconds. <laughs> he was like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. You think that's like? You think some of it was? What do you think? What, what What do you think was the most blown out of proportion of like a character? Well, Jerry West seemed like some like just old basketball guy i didn't know he was so fiery he was just like fuck this fuck that fuck you like i've heard kareem's a dick you know so they portrayed that i met kareem in person as a kid and i was a little kid so i didn't get it but he definitely said some things that were like fucking a little like weird you know he was like it was a little weird you know so i got how they portrayed him as kind of a prick it's like a known thing yeah, yeah, so it's like, <laughs> I loved that show. It was so I th- entertaining. I thought it was, it was uh, great. It was cool. And you, you know, I don't watch a whole lot of sports. So yeah. I, it was really, um, it was really cool to me too. Like how they, it, like it was educational too. I know a lot wasn't, you know, necessarily true. Yeah, like was I, based I on was a, cool, dude. I was in the forum club as a seven-year-old kid where all this debauchery was apparently going down like right next to me. And I just... I had no clue. Yeah, man, I was super just looking. Cool, I was like below everyone, just looking at the trophies and fucking. 
I remember going there with my dad one time, dude. That's super cool to think. Yeah, it must have so much more meaning for you, you know, being. Yeah, I went up to those at, games. I like to grew up being a huge Laker fan when I first moved to California. So that show like hit home hard. You know, it was fucking yeah, cool. I'm happy to hear that. You know, being a OG here that you liked it because I thought it was dope. Yeah, I liked it. I don't know anyone. Who, one of the I don't know anyone who didn't like that. Somebody I was talking, I was talking to two different people. One of the people didn't like it because of that. They said it didn't portray people properly. But my my rebuttal to that was. It's just given, I think it's going to help only in the long run for the show because it could potentially get people watching more Lakers games, honestly. Like, yeah, it could the Lakers people... are in shambles right now. That's what I hear. That's it's what I heard. Like, we have fucking LeBron James, and we haven't made the playoffs two years in a row now. So, What what do you think it is? Do you think it's like a... Like... He, there, he's old, and we have some older players. Our best player besides him gets injured all the time. So it's like not like a team synergy. Yeah, thing. it's like they never like build the team. It's like they have like three players, and then they get what? Well, there's 15 guys on a basketball team, so it's like all right, we have LeBron, AD, we have Westbrook. All right, we need 13 more guys. Scrape together whoever we can afford, and like you know, and they just like piece together a team every year with a couple stars and a bunch of like random veterans and they gotta, late they draft gotta go picks. money ball on it, huh? Yeah, they're like one of the only family-owned teams. They owns the family still owns like fifty-one percent of the Lakers. How much, so does, how much do you think that shit's worth? Billions, probably like ten billion or seven billion. I think the last football team sold for like the Carolina Panthers sold a few years ago. I think for two or four billion, Shit. and now that's like a deal. You know, money's not inflation counts for that shit too you know like a gallon of gas is like five bucks you know so if a basketball team was two billion a couple years ago now it's worth five or billion you know (laughs) yeah all that shit's worth so much money dude because that's like the only thing that people buy on tv it's like live sports that's what well i want to get your opinion on something because my you know like once again i don't watch too much sports but my brothers were talking they're big football fans big chiefs fans Mm -hmm. and they were talking too in general about um amazon prime football this year that like sucks for some reason like they got all the shitty games or whatnot i don't have you watched Well, they got the thursday night games they've had a couple good ones but it fucking sucks that it's on amazon they used to be on nfl network and they had an app like the yahoo sports app you could watch all your local games for free and all the primetime games for free but now they made another app called nfl plus it's like five bucks a month to watch that shit now and then they added the amazon package you have to have amazon prime to watch those games so it's like Unless it's in your local market, then you can just watch it on, like, Fox or something. But, yeah, dude. Isn't it funny? It's all a precursor to, like, right now they have the NFL Sunday ticket for sale, which, like, helped, like, make football so popular over the past 20 years. And it built DirecTV. Yeah, that's that's what my brother was saying. He's like, whoever made that decision at DirecTV was, like, ballsy, but, like, made the right move. Yeah, but now DirecTV is just going to, like, fall apart. And that's what he was saying, too. He's like, whoever dropped that contract. They're asking $10 billion for the Sunday ticket. That's the price. They're, like, offering it to, like, Apple, Google, YouTube. They're shopping it right now because this is the last year that DirecTV has the rights to the Sunday ticket. So why don't they just let the rights run out? They are. They're going to run out, and now they're shopping it to everyone. And like, But 
I have some guy did the math on it and they're like, yeah, at, at 10 billion, you're going to need this many subscribers to like pay this much a month to like make that money back, you know? So it's probably, I don't know who's going to buy it or if they're just going to like try and It'll keep it. Sense keep, they're Amazon probably going to try and like divvy it up, dude. They're not going to sell it all to one. Because probably no one's gonna be like, oh, we don't want to invest that much, so they'll maybe probably Amazon be like, might swoop it. Maybe they already have some of it, but they paid so much for those Thursday games alone. I feel like they're just gonna split it up. So basically, if you want to watch all the football games, you're gonna have to buy like fucking like three different apps from like three different companies, and the NFL is gonna get like a piece of all of it or something, you know? Well, that's that's what I was gonna say too. That I think's funny. That I was like, is like we're going back to essentially cable with all these subscriptions. Exactly. People have. Basically, it's like TV we're channels. back to spending as much as cable yeah. or more on yeah. entertainment. Now, exactly. You know, because yeah. it's like yeah. I know personally, I which I'm like need to delete some. I know personally, I have like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, HBO. Yeah, there's like, no stopping it because of social media. They know what shows everyone likes, and they know that like, all right, this many people are gonna have to watch this show, so we're gonna buy this show, and it's gonna get them to buy our app. You know, yeah, like, and, like, and it's like it's gonna be worth it to pay for this show because we know this many people will bring us over, and there's always some show like that. You're like, oh, dude, I want to see that show. Well, yeah, it, yeah. We have to get Paramount Plus. To, oh, my daughter really wants to watch yeah. Sonic too, so we're gonna pay the nine ninety nine, and then we'll remember and to cancel it yeah. in thirty days or whatever. And it's like, dude, it's That's it's it's just like everyone's paying like 4.99 or 10.99 for like five to seven different things now yeah and then like a lot of people share passwords and stuff like that but they they're trying they'll find a way to, like, to crack down on that more and more you know? yeah that shit though like but it's like yeah you're back to paying like a hundred bucks or 80 bucks a month for cable again you know and it's like it's just everything's it's fucking a, complicated as fuck yeah, now, it's yeah. fucking it's crazy and yeah it, yeah it's like, and I don't even know, but like to your point, I was like, I'll delete, I'll like, I'll a lot of times forget, like, oh, I'm going to delete this and I forget where I'm like, oh, to your point, I'm, I'm about to delete Hulu. I'm like, oh shit, this dope movie's about to come out. Let me wait. I know. It's all, everything's like so like so pre-planned. They know what the yeah. other networks are coming out with to like time it out just right. Like <laughs> they can probably see how like oh this company has so many uh, expiring memberships this month this is the time to release dude there's so much information out there that people just like willingly give out it's like all these moves that like bigger companies do are super calculated you know mm-hmm well it's like yeah you kind of especially playing at that level they kind of have to be and it's, it's just so nuts that Dude, this dude was showing me at um, the artist tree of uh, this app, this mm -hmm. AI app. Yeah. He's working on a movie, and he literally puts in there. I forget what the app's called. I could probably Google it right now. But he literally types in, like, I could type in, like, um, man climbing mountain peak with um, tiger at top or whatever with a spear in his hand or some shit. Yeah. And it instantly generates it. Oh. An original piece. Wow, that's crazy. Because he showed me one, like... I don't want to say what he did because I don't. Uh, he hasn't done. He hasn't like really like he's still working on this. But he showed me like several different images that he just typed in what he wanted mm -hmm. for like his storyboard, 
AI. Yeah, that's the future of TV. It's like, yep. all right, so you click your two favorite shows, and it just makes it into a show that like combines two shows into one randomly yeah. through some random fucking generator computer program. You know, Shit's like just gonna be nuts. It is, it dude. Is. <laughs> that's like the first step to it. Type this in, and it'll just make it up on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, because he was, I was like, do they do video yet? He's like, not that I've seen. I imagine it'll be soon. But I'm like. Bro, like yeah. that's gonna put so many people out of work too. Yeah. Like, that would have thought that they wouldn't be later. Like everybody, everybody knows that there's gonna be autonomous cars and shit in the near future. But how many graphic designers thought that there was gonna be an AI who might take their job? <laughs> yeah, this soon. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> that shit's nuts, bro. I know. Just. You just have to decide when you want to work for Amazon now or later. <laughs> hey, man. Once, you know, that, that'll be interesting to see, too, with the weed game, man. Once things open up more of what happens. I, I talk about it all the time on here. Yeah, because they have the network for them, the logistics built in to, like, take over the whole thing, dude. Because they have so many, like, trucks and warehouses and hubs. It's like... Yeah, they, they could, could just take over the distribution for all of it once it goes federally legal and then like they're already set up to like do it. And they can take the same model they did for their other shit where they could allow cannabis brands to sell their shit on Amazon. And then they exactly. and then they just they they see the top products and then they do their Amazon choice one of their own. Yeah. They have their own flat like oh shit this strains this fucking um whatever strain yeah, and then instead of selling at your store you're selling at the amazon store which has so much more traffic than any yeah and if, and if you're not on yeah. there yeah. and it's like it's almost one of those things where it's like you kind of like other businesses most other businesses are on there now like it's yeah. like if you're if you're like selling goods like you're probably on amazon too just because you kind of have to be in a lot of yeah, ways like i know this snowboard shop in big bear you know and they're like they're like, yeah, most of our business is through Amazon. Like, it's like that store's so, like, fully stocked with, like, every snowboarding thing and all the skate shoes. And I'm like, who buys all this shit in fucking Big Bear, you know? No one even lives here. But most of their business is, like, shipping the shit out on Amazon. So I guess, like, yeah, as much yeah. as, like, Amazon seems like a pretty bad thing, I guess it is good for even people in a small town. Big Bear. Yeah. Yeah. So there are p perks, I guess, yeah. but. It's, it's got its like ups and downs for sure. Yeah, it's like, it's nuts, man. But yeah, that's a trip to think about being able to buy some bud on there. Just make it, you know, make it easy. But like, yeah. that, that's where it's interesting with drinks. I I don't know if I mentioned on here. I've told a couple of people. Minnesota is one of the first states doing some kind of different laws, allowing like cannabis beverages to potentially be sold in other spots besides dispensaries too. Oh, okay. So, you know, there's mixed feelings on that, too, sometimes. It's like, but that's really what's going to expand. The, the the lounges and other places being able to sell beverages will really expand it. But the lounges to start will really help push the beverages Yeah, because everyone drinks stuff, you know? Which I'm, and it's, it's, it's like which, smoking. There's a stig. Smoking's bad for you, you know? So yeah. So it's like some people will just never try smoking cannabis for sure, you know? Yeah. It's like, but if you can have a drink, it's like. It's just like especially normal. if it's like sold at a restaurant where it's like socially acceptable to drink one, you know, then yeah. you're going to get a lot more people trying it. Feel free to uh, hit some of that uh, CBX up, too, All if right. you want. Yeah, that's, that. yeah, it just lowers the barrier to entry for a lot of people. And 
I'm doing a little Cali sober couple months right now. A what? Cali sober. Have you heard that term? No. I hadn't either till I started working for uh, Piruana. What the hell um, is that? Cali sober is basically uh, all you do is smoke weed. Like no booze or any other drugs oh, okay. or anything. I don't know if it includes mushrooms um, <laughs> or like, you know, natural shit. But um, yeah, I hadn't heard the term until uh, Piruana because, you know, a lot of the talk in cannabis or a fair amount is about, you know, it being an alcohol alternative. I feel like that's becoming or has been talk for a while. But um, then I heard that term Cali sober and I thought it was funny. Yeah, I like to smoke more than I drink, but the drinking is like to have a little bit of both too. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah dude, I feel that too. My choice lately, it's been wine and margaritas mostly. I stopped drinking beer. Oh yeah, yeah that, that was your shit, right? IPA, you like IPA, right? I used to, yeah. Now it's just like. See, I go through cycles oh, yeah. too. Like, yeah, you got to switch it up every now and then because yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm off a of beer, dude. It's like. It's more good for me, less carbonation, yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Because, yeah, I had definitely go through phases, just like I was saying with bud, too, or edibles, too, switching it up. I'd say more consistent with my weed than drinks, though. But it's fun, yeah. Like, I, I still, and that's the thing that I tell people, too, about, like, my personal experience with cannabis beverages, you know, or just in general. I drink a lot of koan, but it's like, if I am going out and I have a couple cocktails... It's nice to come home and finish up with a cannabis cocktail. Yeah. You know, it, it makes me like chill out, relax, eat some food. Kind of gets me on the right path instead of having another alcohol drink, you know. But yeah, bro. Yeah, that's pretty tasty. Yeah, it's got a nice flavor to it. Yeah, it's got like that tangy taste to it. Yeah, it's pretty good shit, man pretty good stuff bro yeah i'm excited to see what you think of that sleep man what that's the sleep product um the the koan oh okay because i i hadn't really personally consumed cbn and i got some gummies but it didn't have much but i've never consumed that much cbn and anything before so i'm curious to get your feedback on it yeah i'm looking forward to trying it i've been taking like muscle relaxers to help me sleep and they're not really doing it yeah, like I said, for me, the edibles, and I've been taking this for about a month now, but yeah, the edibles are really what helps me. And just, honestly, too, just stretching. I've been so bad at it, but like getting nice and stoned and stretching and like. Yeah, I've been trying to do my stretches. Laying it's on just the floor, like, bro. Just, yeah. My back's like a maintenance project every day, basically, now. So it's like, yeah, I have to do that stuff because I have like a dead fucking disc in my back dude and like do you have um do you have a a bar you can hang on at your place no i i if i think you'll have a if i remember right i think you'll have a wide enough doorway i'll throw you this one i have okay if you want it's just a it's pretty nice it's like a foam grip pull-up bar you put on your door it's nice mm -hmm. and sturdy um but i have a pull-up bar like downstairs i'll go like some nights just go hang on for a couple minutes or i'll hang on a couple days oh, okay. a couple times a week or every time i go there to the gym too but um i'll throw you this one it's nice if you want it just yeah. hang, hang dude yeah. it's nice decompressed but i feel you because i have a couple fuse discs too yeah i think that's part of why i haven't been like growing just i'm like dude my back needs a break from and you've tried bombs shit. and shit do you ever try uh, those i need my back's like qualifies like surgery. for back surgery and stuff so yeah. that's why i'm it's putting like, it off it's messed up yeah yeah that's Shit, I'm so, 
that's why edibles i think would be special helpful for you though dude yeah because when i have my back pain like because i it kicks in every so often i don't know what it is i throw it out but like i'll just fucking dose up the edibles and yeah i should probably start doing edibles more definitely like the coughing of taking bong hits and stuff definitely isn't good for your back it like just tightens everything up when you cough you know so it like definitely that's probably part of my back pain yeah you know i've been doing a lot too recently yeah is um epsom baths yeah, i've been doing those too those i never tried that until like this year that shit works so good yeah i know I've, I've gotten like into it lately it's been like a nice i'll just like get stoned out and chill in there for like 15 20 minutes yeah it's like a nice decompress yeah that they really do help yeah I'm, I'm i just it. i'm like fucking weirded out by it i'm like dude i use this shit on my garden well that's why you too, know, I'm like, like I'm, uh, I'm sitting in this stuff yeah that's like, why like i did a little it was the same yeah. here i did it like because i've used like two or three bags full recently and i'm like yeah. let me do a little more research on this stuff because i'm like i'm sitting in this for a while like is it going like it's being absorbed through my skin i imagine i don't yeah. know well, whatever either way it fucking feel feels better. good yeah. yeah if it feels good man shit yeah, bro. I think we'll probably wrap wrap her on up. Yeah, it was good. Kind of just definitely kicking. gotta get that hash uh, video though for the next one. Oh yeah, we'll do hash next and um, some other ones. I have some ideas. So we'll, let's do a little edible style. Do some. Ha- we'll make the hash and then I'd love to. We do could some. make some edibles. Like I'll do some hash edibles. edibles. I made these uh, edible cake pops once. Those are fucking. 